0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of True Crime and Cocktails. We're so glad that you're here. Now, before we do anything, this is a very important moment, especially in my life, because I get to say for the first time in earnest, it's time to synchronize our watches. That's right, dear listeners. We're going to start a timer at the exact same time. And when we do, exactly one hour from that time will be midnight. Okay? So, on three, start your timers, okay? One, two, three. All right. And I'll give you benchmarks along the way. Again, like half an hour, etc. cetera. Uh, uh, but now, back to what we do. As always, I am your host, Lauren Ash. And as always, I am joined by my co-hostess with the most S, Christy Oxborough. How you feeling? Oh, I'm great.
1: I mean, I'm a, a little hungover from last night's... Of course. Record. Yeah. Uh we recorded the Hoot Nanny last night. Back and to back. I don't I don't remember the last portion of it. Uh so I so, have to say classic hootenanny.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're two for two for for uh for there. Uh, I think are. my favorite moment was when Christy texted me something today and I said, Oh yeah, I know. You told me last <laughs> night. <laughs> it's just so rare yeah. that you're the drunker one. What a
1: join. Yeah. Wanna Well, I think I think I just build up throughout the year and I'm like just wait on that hoot nanny and then get your Hooting nanny you know like I'm ready to go and I was and it doesn't seem like I drank a lot but looking back at it I'm like oh yeah yeah that's where my memories went yep <laughs> so I just yep. it'll be a it'll be a fun rewatch to go back
0: Oh, listen, it was a joy for me. Uh, I mean, I, I think it was a joy for everybody. But but I think what's really nice is that it's basically like we went from Christmas to today, New Year's Eve. Yeah, the holiday's going by in a blink of an eye. <laughs> Fast. Fast. Yeah. Now, this is what I didn't ask during the hoot nanny because it was a huge part of it. I didn't need to ask because, again, yeah. it was a huge part of our content. But what you drinking over there?
1: Uh, Well, it looks fancier than what I am drinking. Oh. But uh lovely dear listener uh Allie Cousins uh sent us uh these matching glasses with our names on them. Uh but I'm I'm not a I'm not usually like a champagne wine type of gal so uh it's it's masquerading <laughs> my Mike's hard sour watermelon. But you know what? It's pink. So it just looks really
0: pretty in it. And there's also a sparkle you know? to that, isn't there? It's, a, it's lightly carbonated, isn't close it? enough. If you need a sparkle, look at my sh- look at my dress. You know, it what is this? Oh, listen, you're already bringing. You may be still a little drunk from the boot <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure I am. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um. It should be noted, dear listeners, if you are listening and not watching, we have decided to don sequins. Christy is in a dark blue, and I'm in a red pink uh, number. A lot of sequins, a lot of sparkle, because it's New Year's yeah. Eve, and I feel like that's the time. Las Vegas, Nevada, and New Year's yeah. Eve, those are the times for sequins and sparkles. A hundred
1: percent, and I fully believed that you were going to say, we donned our gay apparel. <laughs> oh my God, we have it's donned what, our gay apparel. It's what I thought you were going for, and I was like, God, we really have, and then you didn't, and I was like, oh, well,
0: in spirit. Listen, but we did, yeah. Um, It should also be noted that I am drinking... Um, the Rosé Lamarca, so the pink Lamarca Prosecco, hey. which is a delight. And I like that we didn't plan that. We we planned to wear the sequins. We planned to drink yeah. out of these beautiful uh, glasses. Thank you again to Allie. Uh, but we didn't. We're both drinking something pink, which feels right.
1: Oh, that feels right. I didn't even know that can had pink in it. <laughs> it just worked out that way. Again,
0: I might be still drunk. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. It also should be noted that Sweet Peaches is on my lap, which is, this is the second time recently that she's wanted to be involved in one of the records, and I like her spirit. I like her spirit. now it's just a lady party, you know? Oh, okay. I love a lady party. I mean, listen, I love all parties, all genders, obviously, but I love, you know, get a bunch of gals – Doing their thing, Fang. Oh boy! (laughs) Apparently, I may also still be drunk from the hootenanny, which feels right.
1: Feels right. I think this is just the energy we want to bring in to 2022.
0: Absolutely. Now, as we said, we're going to do a countdown with you, dear listeners, to midnight. Um, what else do you have? What can can you expect from this episode? So many things. We're going to talk about highlights from the past year. We're going to talk about our hopes for the next year. We're going to talk about so many things, but something else we're going to do is I'm going to surprise Christy right now with something I did as a surprise. Okay. I could have worded that better. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Look, I don't know where you find the time. So,
0: well, I learned it from you. Oh, stop. I learned it from you now, listen mm-hmm. we've been doing we've been doing some fun episodes, et cetera. I mean pff, gold as as far as I'm concerned, but I did mm-hmm. think maybe it would be nice as a way to round out the year, yeah, to just throw a little true crime in here. Oh, look at you, you sneaky minx, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a little something hidden up my sparkle sleeve. You know what I mean? Oh, I like it. I also might.
1: Should we look into some sort of sparkly sequined trench? And that's our detective outfit. <laughs> oh my word! Yes, that. If feels... it means we have to bedazzle, I'll bedazzle.
0: I love the idea that we could find like a typical beige-colored detective trench coat, but with beige sequins. <laughs> I mean,
1: that's your that's your award-winning idea right there. Well, it was your idea.
0: I just gave it the alley-oop at the end. Because this is how we work. It's why we're the perfect pair. We
1: we really are. We really are.
0: (laughs) I'm not even going to be like, no. We are. We are. Yeah. We are. Come on. So I just wanted to do a little something, a little something, and here's what happened. And this is kind of, you'll see as I go through this. This case, and it isn't even really a case. You'll understand when, as I as I start to talk, it took on a chaotic energy that was so mirroring of what true crime and cocktails is. I was jazzed, and I'm so excited oh, hey. to give it to the listeners, but but mostly to you because, as everybody knows, I only research on this show to try to impress Christy. That's it. This is the only reason. That's it. So. I thought to myself, I was like, look, maybe I'll surprise her with a little bit of a true crime story of some kind. I'll just start to look into some New Year's Eve murders because that feels yeah. apropos. Sure. First of all, as a quick aside, lots of murders happen on New Year's Eve. Lots. <laughs> just know that. Lots of crimes in general, obviously, Ooh. you know, DUIs and, and, and of course. assaults, drunken disorderlies. A lot of murders. A lot of murders. But I was going through a list. That I found of like, you know, the most grisly New Year's Eve murders. And there's one that stood out to me. So December 31st, 2014, a 23-year-old Tampa area man decapitated his mother with an axe on New Year's Eve because he was upset with her for nagging him to move boxes from the attic to store holiday decorations in the garage. Christian Gomez attacked his mother with an axe in their garage, striking her repeatedly until her head was severed, then put her mother's head in a trash can outside the garage and fled the house on a bicycle. He was taken into custody a few blocks away, where he admitted to the killing. They did find the body of Maria Suarez-Casinye, who was 48 at the time, in the garage. Very tragic, very awful. Now, it should also be noted... I found it interesting because a lot of the um, American news sources said, "Well, he did it because he was she was nagging him so much." But then a lot of the uh, international news sources, of course, pointed out that this person suffered from severe mental illness, was mm. was struggling with mental health issues for years. It was a, a strain on the entire family, and that it's actually quite a testament to how the system is broken. And his mother was looking for help. He was uh, diagnosed schizophrenic. She could not get him to take his medications. She would try and hide them in his food, and then of course he discovered this, and that made his uh, his delusions and paranoia even worse. Of so course. he had been pl- planning her murder for a few days, or had uh, rather he had had the urge to kill her for a few days before he did. Um, and so again, it, it's just really it's not as simple as it was being made. And I know that it's more of a you know sparkly headline to say, oh, he was mad about not wanting to, about her nagging, but it was really a much, much bigger, more tragic story, obviously. Um, so he was incarcerated in a state mental hospital for three years, obviously because of his mental health issues. And then he was declared mentally competent to stand trial. Now I believe this is because they got him on, you know, a steady dose of medication from what I've read. And in July, 2018, he was facing life in prison, but he pled guilty in return for a sentence of 25 years but it could turn into with his time served less than 20 years at this point and then parole um oh. which again there's a lot kind of there's a lot of nuance here because the problem again was that this person had you know deep delusions deep deep paranoia obviously sure. acted out in a in the most horrific of ways and if this person can be monitored and and kept on his medications that's one thing but of course i think that there are people that are close to the family that are concerned about what does that look like and again it's really a testament to the system and how it's broken and resources etc now i am not in any way shrugging off this story whatsoever but this is where i found something fascinating and this is where the true crime and cocktails chaotic magic comes in of course so i was looking into this person and I was googling to find more about the case, and that's when I found that Christian Gomez is a, the name of another person who committed a murder mur, murder in two thousand and eight in Pasadena, California. Another Christian Gomez. Um, in two thousand and eight, he was sentenced to one hundred and thirty years to life in prison for the murder oh. of a nineteen-year-old in Glendale in two thousand and five. Uh, he was also twenty-three. When he was sentenced, which was the same age that the original Christian Gomez was when he committed uh-huh. the murder.
2: Uh-huh. Um,
0: now, this second Christian Gomez was found guilty on one count of murder, two counts of attempted murder for fatally shooting a man named Jesser Zavaleta uh, and also shooting at his two companions um, that were not hit. Uh, sources say that during the legal proceedings, during the trial, Gomez acted almost amused, like he was you know, kind of pleased with himself Um, but they were hoping that the weight of what he had done maybe would sink in when he got this 130-year sentence. Now, I then found that four years later, and I couldn't find anything to corroborate, but all of the information, the age, the name, the sentence was all the same, so I'm pretty sure it's the same Christian Gomez, died on hunger strike in a California state prison he had been placed in solitary confinement um, when he was being investigated for assaulting another inmate. Uh, he had agreed to sign up for this. I guess a lot of the people uh, that were in, uh, were in the prison at the time, they were doing this hunger strike to protest their conditions that they were being kept in. So it was going to be a 16-day hunger strike, which my God, I mean, God bless you. <laughs> um, and then he did die kind of mysteriously, uh, but they do believe it was due to this hunger strike. At the time. Huh. So that's, okay. again. But then there's another Christian Gomez that also was charged with killing someone. Now, this Christian Gomez was uh, convicted of manslaughter in 2014 in Australia. Um, and now this was a case where there was four men involved. And Chris, this Christian Gomez was one of the four men um, but what's wild is that while he wasn't 23 at the time, he was sentenced yeah. to 23 years. Just like the other two were. Yeah. Kay. So the first Christian Gomez, 23 when he committed the crime. The second Christian Gomez, 23 when he was sentenced. This Christian Gomez, sentenced to 23 years. I mean, I just, you see where I'm going with this? <laughs> We've all seen that movie, right? It's like synchronicity, like crazy. Yeah. Um, Now, this case is wild. So this was basically four people were going to com- – um, the, the victim was a man named Bo Davies, who was apparently allegedly uh, dealing drugs at the time, was in some drug debt. And these four people basically went to collect on the debt. Um, he was very, very badly assaulted prior to his death. Um, the word torture, being punished, being taught a lesson. Oh. These were the terms that were being thrown around. Um, they said that he would have had to have suffered extreme pain and anguish. They do also believe it's possible that the four oh. the four men who did this could have been on meth at the time. This is a speculation. But again, he was put in a garbage bin. And I want to remind you, the first Christian Gomez. His mother. Yes. Oof. Yes. So- Then in 2020, another Christian Gomez was charged with a murder in Helmet, Texas. Now, I couldn't find out a lot about that one. But in 2021, and this is the wild one that comes together, another Christian Gomez was charged with a hit and run in San Antonio, Texas. But you're not going to believe it. He was driving a dump truck. (laughs) And there's the connections with the other garbage bins. It just feels like now. Now, luckily, he hit a man on a bike. And badly injured him, but that man did not die. So that is the one silver lining in that sure. specific case. But I want to remind you, I've now found one, two, three, four, five Christian I, Gomez's that yeah. all have these kind of like loose. And I know that a lot of you are listening going like, Lauren, that's just a lot of coincidence or whatever. And maybe Christian Gomez is- Is ex- it? Maybe Christian Gomez is a really popular name. So I looked into it. <laughs> of
1: course.
0: Of course. Gomez is the 51st most common surname in the United States as of 2019. So that's a pretty, that is a very, you know, that's a popular common surname. Sure. Um, Christian is also a popular uh, first name for for men in the United States. We know this. But we also know that first names go in trends quite often, right? Like they'll often talk about the top 10 names or whatever. So then I looked into the most recent information. Of course. About what the top 20, and I love that this exists, and again, don't come for me, I've fact-checked as best I can, and this could be right, this this may not be currently accurate or not, but I did think it was interesting that I did find some information of the top 20 last names for men whose first name is Christian in the United States. Okay. Gomez is not in that list. It does not make the top 20. Smith is the number one, which is the most you know sure. common last name. Then yeah. we have Johnson, Anderson, Miller, Rodriguez, Lopez, Brown, Jensen, Hernandez, Garcia, Williams, Davis, Martinez, Gonzalez, Martin, Hanson, Diaz, Jones, Lee, Perez. So while I'm not denying that Christian Gomez, who is also the name of an LA Galaxy former soccer player, I will also add... While well, I'm hey. not denying that that could just be a common name, it's not in the top 20 of the most common last names or name combinations for men in the United States. And with the added connection of the number 23, you've seen the movie, so have I, as well as three of these cases involving garbage in some way, all I'm saying is that's the kind of synchronicity and chaos that this show brings. Reporting for True Crime and Cocktails, <laughs> I'm Lauren Ash.
1: Okay. So. Wow. Um, first thing, uh, I love that I was like, uh, find a paper and take notes. Uh, (laughs) the idea, I love that. (sighs) This is where I'm at. His mother did not deserve to die. I need to preface what I'm about to say with that. I can't believe she wanted the holiday decorations down a week after Christmas. (laughs) Again, didn't deserve death for it. Of course. I'm just saying. Of course. Um, also, the fact that in America it was like, oh, he was being nagged by her everywhere else. It was like, well, he had a mental illness. Feels very America trying to hide the severe problem.
0: Well, and also just like taking the first piece of information, right? And running with and it. And running with it. That it's like, yes. this is this is provocative and not giving the full story, which is not that this was just – a young man in his early 20s who was, you know, pissed at his mom, but it was like no, yeah. he has a severe severe level of schizophrenia. Like it sounded like it was really it was really something. So, anyway,
1: yeah. Uh also, I mean, yeah, the also the fact that of the 5 in the chronological order numbers 1, 3 and 5 are the ones connected to garbage. And 1, 2 and 3 are connected to number 23. So, and I bet if we could, if their information was available, we could find a 23 in those other ones.
0: Oh, 100%. And listen, so if, I if, stand you, by it. if you think I'm not going to get back into this, you're dead wrong. Because I started this yeah. today. I was this, It should also be noted, I discovered all of, all of the research I just read to you, I did in less than an hour. Because I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll find a couple headlines. You know what I mean? Like yeah. something small. But then yeah. when it started to, you know how it is, it started to avalanche. Yeah. And i That's, that's again, how this works. I Thank you very much. I fact-checked yeah. everything. Everything is from multiple sources. The only thing that isn't from multiple sources is the table of the most popular last names. I could, and I looked, I couldn't yeah. find anything else to corroborate that, but I will. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and when I have more time, I am going to go through this more because I'm fascinated by this. Yes. Uh, I'm also
1: going to, how hard do you look into the soccer player? Great question. Not hard enough. Well. Not okay. hard enough. Uh, if he ends up being number twenty three on the team, I will shit. Holy shit, you're right. Or even thirty two, I'll take that as a shit too.
0: Oh well, look, keep talking because I gotta. Yeah, do quick. we gotta know in the moment uh, of that at least we have
1: to know about that. Of course. Uh, also, for I mean, I should have said it first. This is so fucking wild. Uh, also, numbers. People might be like, like. When and we've watched it multiple times now, but whenever my husband and I watch uh, the number 23, I'm always immediately freaked out because then I'm like, well, look at all these look at all these connections that I have found. And he's like that the same could be said for anything. It's just a coincidence, whatever, but I won't let it go. Um, Something that's always blown my mind about us with numbers. I was born in November, which is the 11th month. You were born in February, which is the second. So if you add my one and one, that makes two. Your February is two. Your birthday is the fourth, which is number four. Mine is the 22nd. If you add two and two, it gets four. So we're both two and four. That's wild. I know that people are going to be like, okay, that's a bit of a stretch. It's the only stretching I do.
0: No. And listen, no, no it's people not, supported it's not. me with a, with demon astro-projecting, so I think that <laughs> yeah. there'll be people on board with us.
1: I'm just saying, that to me has always been some sort of sign that it's like, see, we are soulmates. I agree. Like that that does make sense, because that what are the odds of that? I mean, yes. I just feel like that's wild.
0: It's wild. Yes. Christian Gomez always played wearing the number 10. Okay, but it was worth checking. It was it, worth checking. We had to
1: know. Yep. We had to know. Yep. Well, I mean
0: it's it's good to know. Great work in an hour. Right? Look at you. Look at you. I mean, it was it was wild. Like it was again like it just Oh boy. I spoke too soon. Oh no. Christian Gomez always wore the number 10. Except yeah except for I believe this is his first season he wore number 13 10 plus 13 baby Ah! what is that oh my god that's wild I love that the the other chart I found didn't go back far enough but this goes back to the first year he played and the first year he played he wore 13 and every other year he wore 10 wow wow okay,
1: yeah, we're going to need to find 23s in this other stuff. Yeah. Like, what if the victim on the bike was 23 years old? Like, uh, I have so many questions. And but you I know, know what? Information is only so much, if it's only so available. So I get well, that.
0: Well, and I didn't anticipate that I would start to crack into something that I was like, oh my God, like, I need more time with this. Like, I, I need more than this hour. It's why I was 10 minutes late. <laughs>
1: Okay. But again, that makes sense to me. That makes sense.
0: I just think there was some some wild synchronicity in there that yes. Yes, you could argue that it's all chaos and it means nothing and it's all a coincidence. Absolutely. But it does, it just felt wild to me that there was so much of it that felt connected in some way. Yes. I am a
1: big believer in that coincidence only goes so far. So that is crazy. Yep. What did a Christian Gomez do to some sort of otherworldly being that they were like, well, all Christian Gomez's are branded with 23 or
0: connected to 23 in some way. Yeah.
1: Oh my it's God. It's fascinating. Well, now I want to know when this, how old the soccer player was when he got on his first team. Like th- this keeps going. Like it,
0: this is it doesn't never ending. Stop. But see, and that's because, yeah. you know, people often talk about how on this show we we bring, you know, this level of research. But it's because yeah. that's the way that both of our brains work. Our brains work exceptionally differently in how they process. But we yeah. both have the same thought process, which is like, but wait a minute, then what about this? Well, if that's true, then what about this? Then what about this? Yeah. Like, we have that same, like, it's like you see one of those... Breakout flowcharts where there's like something in the middle and there's all the sticks that come out of it, and I think that that's that's how it's like our our nature is to is to be inquisitive and ask those questions and then chase those questions because with every one of those questions you're gonna start a new ball that's gonna have new sticks coming out of it and then all of a sudden it's like again then you have a a murder board on your wall that's true chaos but that is why I think we we go so deep is just because. We just don't let ourselves not. Oh, you! uh, I lie awake at
1: night, many a night, just being like, "Okay, did I look into that? Well, what if that like?" And that's how I attempt to fall asleep is trying to research the my noggin Google. Stop it. Uh, (laughs) Well, I, you know, because I can't, I can't be looking at a screen, or I'm never gonna fall asleep. But if I'm in bed and I have to just think about it, then I will start trying to like fact check myself, make sure that I'm looking on the right thing and be like, okay, so tomorrow you need to look into this. And then of course a list because that's how my brain is built. But, uh, I apologize for my usage of noggin Google.
0: (laughs) I really liked noggin Google.
1: I liked that sounds like a crazy European drink and I'd try it. Oh, oh yeah. crap. Is that going to be my next holiday hootenanny drink? The noggin, Google. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's mostly absinthe and just a scotch nog You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. Well, <laughs> I got to remember that. Listen, well, oh. uh, thank you for indulging me. I uh, It just felt right to give a little something. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, well done. The only one that I know of was uh uh the the Washington case that we did where he was but he was found on New Year's New Year's Day? New Year's Eve. I think he was found on New Year's Eve. It was one of the other, yeah. Good God, that was a year ago. I shouldn't be expected to remember this. Um cuz yeah, that's the joke. I briefly glanced over episodes we've done this year and I did not remember half
0: Oh yeah, it's wild. It w- you know what was wild to me? Christy sent me the list of the episodes we've done this year, and it started yeah. at number 17. And now I understand, I understand time. I get that it makes sense that we started October 2020. So we only did 16 technically in 2020. Yeah. But I was like, from 17 to what, 65? I don't know what this is. I've lost track. But you know what uh, I mean? Like, yeah, today is today is 65. Yeah, that's
1: that's a lot. We did, we put out 50 in 2021.
0: And good on us. Yes. Good on us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Impressive. Yes. It, it, I mean, I
1: get now why I feel like we haven't had a break because we haven't. We haven't.
0: (laughs) And I do love that when I tried to, when I tried to secretly plan a break for you, it was to take you to Las Vegas where I just, just, pushed it in terms of like (laughs) excess, no sleep, all eating, all drinking, all partying, you know? Yeah. But I stand by it. Yeah. Oh, it had to happen. Even though it wasn't a restful break. To me, right. I always stand by that it's also important to get your ya-ya's out. You know what I mean? Like, to get to, oh, like, hard yeah. party. And even if you're not a drinker or whatever, still having a hard party, getting into that, like, energy where you're just like, we're going to go yeah. and have fucking fun no matter what is important. Yes! And my dress was so short, my ya-ya was absolutely out. <laughs>
1: I'm so sorry. I need to time those better.
0: Nope. It was perfect.
1: It uh, was perfect. Look, I will say, um, we we flew home on a Sunday and I was like, okay, hey, tomorrow hit the ground running. Uh, I got to make promos for the episode we recorded like two days before I flew out. All this kind of stuff because I did not have time to do it before that. So I'm like, got to get ready. And then it was after we ran through an airport to get to our flight and then found out that our flight was delayed by like an hour so we didn't have to run at all. Um, and sitting on the floor of an airport because there wasn't seats that I just turned to my husband and went,
0: I'm taking tomorrow off. <laughs> and that's what I did, dear listeners. I It was all yeah. part of the plan. If I run her yeah. into the ground hard enough, I'll force her to take a day off whether she likes it or not. Yeah, I was... I don't know if the, yeah,
1: no, this is the right way to describe it. I was viciously hungover that day and I was just like, no, I just wa- I just want to sit and I want some grease and that's all I needed. Um, and then we got home and I was like, we got home also very late and we live far from where the airport is. So it was like an hour drive to get home. And then it was just like, I'm so tired. Yeah. Tomorrow we're, we're going to get pizza. And I'm going to lay around in pajamas all day, and we're going to watch movies, and that's just how that day is going to go. And I'm like, that; those promos are going to have to wait. So, yeah, not only did we have a great time, then we turned around, and a break was had. So, Thank there God. we go. Thank God And again, v- Nevada got to see my
0: yaya, so... And how lucky is Nevada? Now, it should be noted, dear listeners, that it's officially a half an hour until midnight. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was the, it was the running. Like, it was, I liked that a lot. And I liked the energy <laughs> to it. Thank you. I liked where you were going with that. Um, I also thought of something uh, from Vegas that we forgot to mention in our Vegas recap. Oh. Uh, on the Hootenanny. And I guess it
0: involves yayas. Uh, we found what we believe to be the world's largest jade egg. <laughs> oh, my word. That's right. And it was yeah. behind a, a, like a... Oh, velvet ropes. Thank you. It was yeah. like I lost it. So we did have the intention of trying to get our pictures taken with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but we couldn't. But you did get a picture of it. Thank God.
1: I did, yeah. Because it was behind, like they had it. It's the the House of Gaga
0: or yes. whatever
1: it was. Um And so they had a bunch of her outfits and then they had this massive, what looked like a jade egg. And we laughed so hard about it, but it was behind doors and we were never in that area when it was open. No. So I don't even know if it was open the whole time we were there, but uh, it's a real shame. But on the last night, just like walking to the the hotel room, I was like, oh shit, we got to get a picture of that. So I at least have a picture that we can share with the people. Yes. uh, So they can see what we saw in the pure comedy of (laughs) that giant jade egg.
0: It looked like it had a trap door in the top. So there's part of me that (laughs) wonders if during one of her shows, she maybe emerges from that. I don't know. Well,
1: that would be nice for once for someone to go in a jade egg so the jade egg can know how uncomfortable it is.
0: Well, I was going to say, it's like the Yakov Smirnov of of bits. It's like in Russia, jade egg, you go inside jade egg. You know what I mean? It's like,
1: <laughs> that feels right. Yeah. That feels right. And if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. That feels her style. Yep. But. Yep. Yeah. I, I just realized we have to mention it so that we have a reason we can post that photo.
0: You're right. and thank And thank goodness you thought of it. Thank goodness you thought of it. Now, listen, speaking of a year ago, because you did mention that you're like, oh, stuff from a year ago, I don't remember it. Do you remember your New Year's resolution from last year? Because I know we talked about it on the show.
1: I believe I said that I wanted to be able to take compliments. I don't know if I said I wanted to be able to accept them just in general or I wanted to accept them better than I did because I'm very British in the way of getting a compliment and being like, Psh, uh, uh, <laughs> like just anything but accepting and hearing those words. Uh, I So I believe that was mine.
0: And how do you feel that you've been, how do you feel that that went for you over the course of 2021?
1: I feel like at the beginning I was close to maybe being on my way. And every once in a while I have uh, accepted and just been like, you know what? Yes. Uh, but th- I've still had a lot of moments of like, no. like So it's baby steps. I mean, I have had a lot more. My, my My confidence level has gone up, which is not something specifically that I had looked for. But it's something that ended up happening. Because there have been moments where I will turn to my husband, which I used to jokingly, and now I do in complete earnest, where I'm just like you are so lucky to have me. (laughs) And he's like, yeah. I'm like, no, like for real though. Yes. And uh, yeah, and dealing with like toxic people in my life where I'm now just like, I'm good. Yes. And a little less people please about it. So I feel like I maybe didn't get 100% with that one. But I feel like there were other things in a similar area that I did.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. I will say that I do think I've seen – well, listen, I've seen so much growth in you in so many ways. That goes without saying. But I think that I I have seen you make growth with that resolution. I think more than you're giving yourself sure. credit for. Um, oh, yeah. See, I can't accept that. Well, <laughs> n- well I was just going to say, I was like, have you gotten all the way – necessarily but you know i think you've made great progress i mean what i've seen you do now and i say this with nothing but love but before before because before if somebody complimented Mm -hmm. you you'd be like no no and you you would try and diminish it now what i've noticed is this we recently had darcy michael guest on a patreon (laughs) episode of the show (laughs) patreon.com slash true cream cocktails shout out to darcy dear friend so funny Great guy, uh, but he is an OG, true crew member. He loves the show. He listens to the show, and he was fangirling over Christy when he first came on. Uh, and you accepted the first moment. So he said something about like you're so great, whatever, and you said thank you or something like you acknowledged it. Sure. And then he he kept going. He was more effusive, and you never you never diminished. You never pushed it away. But what you did was you changed the subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that's but, classic avoidance.
0: Classic avoidance, but I still was, again, you still did, it was It was only after there was more being piled on that you did that. And I think yeah. that's growth.
1: Hey, baby steps. Very rarely in the world of New Year's resolutions uh, is it something that it's like, well, obviously it's only going to take me a year and then I'm golden. Usually oh. they're like, if they're like truly like big Life-altering stuff. It's going to take you some time, yes. so it's 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 not a hundred percent going to be my next resolution, but it's still it's not going away. It's still there in the background. Of course, yes, of
0: course. Do well, you th- remember yours? I think mine was to speak, not speak negatively about my body. That that was my resolution for a few hey. years running. I think that that was one. Did I have more than one though? I can't remember. What I'm learning. Is that maybe I should have revisited that episode
1: (laughs) before this one because I don't, I don't recall. (sighs) Yeah, I, I, I should have looked back (laughs) on that episode just briefly. They were only
0: an hour and a half back then. So quick, so short, so effing short. Um, they yeah, but I love that resolution. I think that that's uh, not speaking negatively in general about ourselves, but certainly about our bodies. I think is a is a great. I stand by that. Um, but you know, it's interesting because I think I've had a challenging year, and <laughs> I uh, – <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been rough. Um, but I think that there's a few things. That I have learned, oh, more than a few things that I have learned. I think that I've made such growth this year. But to your point that it takes more than a year, I think that's so wise and so true um, because I feel like this year. I've been in therapy for years. I'm very open about my therapeutic journey. I think that it's wonderful. Like I recommend it to absolutely anybody and everybody. If you don't, if you had a bad experience with a therapist, I always say it took me many therapists before I found one that was the right fit for me. So it may just, listen, like anybody at any job, there's good people at it and there's people that maybe aren't, or there's people that just maybe you don't gel with. And this isn't me trying to push anybody into it. I'm just saying, if you feel like it's something you could benefit from, and you've had a bad experience, I would just encourage people to try to um, get back on the horse because it changed my life for the better. Uh, but I've been in for many, many years, and there was, there was some things that happened this year through, you know, grief and love and loss and all of those things that I finally had a clarity in my life that I've never had before. And I feel like, uh so strong and powerful and not every day. I mean, listen, we all have, you know, our up days and our down days. But it's just been like, it's been really wonderful to like feel um all of the work that that I've been trying to do, um, just really feel like it's kind of like finally come into focus, if that ma- if that makes any sense. So hey. I think that that what I my my while I have been steadfast in trying to Continue what that last resolution was. I think it it became something bigger without me even knowing it. If that makes any sense, I think that's positive. Yeah, yeah, and really giving my myself in general the respect, not just my body, but but giving me the respect that I deserve because I don't think that I necessarily have always done that. I think this is really
1: positive. I think so too. And I'm gonna say it: you've blossomed. You are, I mean, I've always felt that way about you, but, like, you, this year, you you went through the trenches and somehow didn't come out darker. Yeah. You know, like, I, you went through it and still came out in the sunshine. And yeah. that is so admirable because I... Don't know how I would have handled even a single one of those, let yeah. alone the back-to-back-to-back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it's been a challenge, but it felt right to almost end it off with a wild 71 hours in
0: Vegas. Oh, God. I mean, I felt alive. I love Vegas. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. And I know that some people are like, really? But I do. I think... What I love about Vegas is I love, first of all, I just like people watching in general so much. <laughs> I love like observing people. I think that a yeah. lot of actors feel that way too, though, and writers that it's like, oh, I just like observing people. And there's no better place to do it than Las, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, but yeah, and it was so fun to get to take you because you'd never been and show you everything and and look, a happy place for me is just cruising that strip with a boozy slush in my hand. That's all I need. I'm a simple lady. I'm a simple lady.
1: Look, I got to try the yard-long Taco Bell Cantina boozy slush. Yeah. Couldn't have been happier. Oh, Walking around, because as the listeners know, I like a Slurpee. Yep. And walking around with a boozy Slurpee that just tasted like a freezy from my childhood. What a dream. Yeah. What a dream. Just... Drinking everywhere. I and I really like there, there wasn't anything that made me stop and go, Oh, yikes. Like, ever, it was just like, We're all here. All of these, like, thousands of people are here because we all just want to have a good time. And about a, a half of us want that good time to involve horses and rodeo. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that weekend, yes. Yeah. It turns out. I mean, I had a huge phase in my like late teens, early twenties, where I was like, "Yes, please, cowboy hat and a pair of Wranglers." Not on me, on my floor. Stop!
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are still drunk from the hoot, nanny. Oh, think what a gift! Might be. Oh,
1: god. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that was. I think it's just the the spirit of the holiday that we've crammed into 2 days <laughs> yep. that it's just like well this is where we're at yep and she's she's getting loopy maybe maybe that's my thing i don't know the point is it was weird to be surrounded by cowboy hats when you don't see that really where i'm where i'm from you see a few but like this was The flight was full of people who were like, we're going to that rodeo. And I was like, a rodeo? And yeah, apparently it's a huge thing down there. And it was like nine days or something because, of course, we had to look into it because we can't let it go. Yep. Uh, But it was just it was wild that everything was going on that weekend at that same time.
0: Oh, it was a thorn in my side, but, but we we made the best of it. We made the best oh. of it. I was just like, how is it that when I booked everyone in for this weekend, there wasn't anything booked? And then suddenly within a few weeks, it was like the largest Amazon conference in the country that weekend, uh, the biggest rodeo for nine days that yeah. weekend, uh, Foo Fighters, Journey. There was, just, there was a lot happening. There was, a, there lot was happening. a lot.
1: There was a lot. But I feel like it. All just had to happen the way it happened, yes,, to, to
0: and make I will things say, happen, and
1: so we can be in the same room as Dave
0: Grohl. Oh, what a gift. I will yeah. say also, I've never been to Vegas at Christmas time before, and, like, oh. seeing all the Christmas trees and like everything done up. and mm-hmm. that was so magical and fun, and it's nice, too, yeah. when you bring somebody to do something that they've never done before. It's such a treat for there to be some element of it that you've never done before. I just feel like that's yeah. like such a fun thing. And there were so many trees, so many Christmas trees, so many photos of like, well, get me one, get another one of me of this me in front of this tree. Come <laughs> on, let's go. <laughs> oh, the trees. Go.
1: The trees were magical. I am forever a child, just taken in by magical lights it's just so of course i knew vegas would draw me in uh but if it did anything it made me long for disney
0: oh yeah
1: i have not been uh since 2019 and i know i it was a gift that i got to go at all but i've i've been antsy and then seeing like trees and seeing things, I was like, "Okay, I think I'm into this." Yeah, <laughs> and I was, I'm, I'm ready because it was ma- the trees and the lights and all of that made it so magical. I was like, "I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the magic. I'm ready oh. for the
0: magic to keep going." Is oh, what I'm saying, I totally get that. And yeah. the other thing I have to add is that as of now, it's 15 minutes to midnight. I'll say this about Lauren. Thank you. She,
1: when I got married, (laughs) she came to be known, and this is, I know uh, some people aren't going to like my choice of wording, uh, but I think she came up with it herself. I'm not sure. She came to be known as the Time Nazi. Yeah. But like in the best way, Uh because she was like, oh, maid of honor, I'm going to do this the way it needs to be done. Yeah. So anytime we were doing anything, she's like, 15 minutes. And then just slowly backs out of frame. A frame. Oh, wow. Uh, The point is, she was always making sure to have one eye on what we're doing and one eye on a clock because she needed to make sure we got where we needed to go on time. And I just... I feel like that never left you. And I feel like maybe deep down that's who you always are because you're like, oh, well, I can't be late. And I get that because it makes me physically ill, the concept of being late. Like yes. I think about like, oh, I have a doctor's appointment. Okay. Well, it's in an hour. Well, how soon do I leave? Well, it's literally a three-minute drive Oh, I guess I could just sit in the parking lot for half an hour, so I don't look like a weirdo sitting in there for half an hour. But I better be in there at least ten to fifteen minutes before it. Ha- like it's a nightmare. And then I had kids, and suddenly it's like, oh, you're lucky if we're there the same day. Like <laughs> we show up when we show up. My concept of time is is gone. It's gone. Uh, my husband has to do like, hey. We're leaving in 10 minutes. And then he goes to the kids. He's like, hey, we're leaving in five. So I know he's lying to both of us to try and give us how much time he thinks we need. But I'll get back into what I was doing and I'll forget. And then he'll be like, you ready? And I'm like, oh, yeah. But he budgets for that because Mm. he knows that I'm easily distractible. And I'm just going to like off on my own and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally paying attention. I'm not. Yeah. I don't mean to not be paying attention. It's just, this is who I am now.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think for me, it's just that I like to give, pe- I like to give people warning. Like, I like to keep saying, of like, course. what I think is this. I like when people outline to me what their expectations are of me for something. So sure. that's what I'm trying to give back is when it's like, okay, we've got 15 minutes and then we need to move. So we're going to be leaving in 15 minutes. Does everybody hear me? We all hear me? Great. So then it's not yeah. a surprise in 15 minutes when I'm like... It's time we to need go to go, yeah, 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 I mean,
1: and I think I was late for almost every single meetup in Vegas <laughs> uh I mean, in my defense to the dinner, which I still feel guilty about, I was no! ten minutes I was ten minutes late.
0: it's fine,
1: i have i I don't do makeup, it's not my thing, it never has been, uh, so this year has been a a journey with that. I've never put it on drunk and I was a full skunk by that by the point of us cuz we did that right after the high roller and so we will post a photo of you double
0: fisting on the high roller for sure for sure.
1: Yeah, and 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 we're talking like both straws in my mouth. I was drinking out of both drinks at once and somehow it worked. Yep. Um but I I was a mess. And then it was like, okay, we had like 45 minutes or an hour or something to get ready. And I was like, oh, I should have a shower. And then I was just like, oh, I should put makeup on. Oh, And like, I was so like trying to put it on while I was drunk. Oh boy, what a journey. And then trying to get everything on and then realizing, wow, that dress is short. (laughs) And that it was just a whole thing. And I was like, we got to go. And I realized, yeah, I was late for that. And then I was, I was late. I think the next morning, and then as we all walked in a group to get to like a a tram, I was late for the train, and the doors
0: closed in on me. <laughs> she did get caught in the doors of the tram. That was an unfortunate <laughs> moment. Um, uh, I mean, it, it. It lesson learned.
1: There, when they ding dong. Haul ass, they yeah. Mean it, it.
0: I I will say in your defense, they closed a lot quicker than I thought they would. That is that is
1: more yeah. than fair. But- I was expecting like a Toronto, like bong bong, and like it slowly goes, but it was like bong, and like they just <laughs> they went, and I so I tried to like jump in, and I was also. Probably still drunk or hungover. I mi- I thought I was drunk for like 16 hours. I think I was drunk for like two and a half days, maybe three days. Yeah,
0: well, you start to – it starts to – I mean, I think the science of it – I mean, this is something we should research. The science of it is yeah. that, I, I mean, it doesn't leave your body that quickly. And I think when you, yeah. when you ingest copious amounts, like it does take time to pass. So I think that it's yeah. – it does stick with you. Like there is time that even if you're not actively like – sloppy drunk, you're yeah. still not a hundred percent, you know, because you're oh intoxicated, you know?
1: My my brain had sopped up a lot and was just like a goldfish in a bowl, but up there in just vodka and or I guess it was white rum. Oh, I think it was both.
0: I you was know? just gonna say, oh don't don't start to say you were only drinking one thing. That's cute. That's cute that you think yeah. you're one thing. No, it no. was it was no.
1: nonstop. Um, I mean, the thing is, when we did the high roller, I don't like heights. Yeah. At all. Yep. I did not know that we were high up. Yes. That's where, that's where I got.
0: Well, here's the other thing. I had mentioned it ahead of time to your husband and he was like, I don't think she likes heights. And I literally was like, she'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because, only because I'm like, you can yeah. situate yourself in that car in a place where you don't have to look at the view if you don't want to. It doesn't yeah. feel like you're moving. Like, it really is just like you're in a little room drinking. So I was like, I think should be fine.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was freaked out to get on it. Because yes. also, it doesn't stop. No. So as, it, as it's like slowly coming, you have to like run on. And I yep. still had PTSD from those tram doors. Of course. But like, you get on. And I was terrified at the idea, and I kept thinking about the height, and I was sick about it. And then, like, a drink later, I was still like, oh, boy, yep. That's a nice view. And then it didn't – I looked up, and I saw a sign that told you, like, how high you were at that point. And we were, like, 200 and some feet. And I was like, nah, nah, not going to look at that again. And then I just never thought of being high up again. And then just – two or three more drinks before we got got back to the ground 20 minutes later and and then uh, it just continued from there.
0: Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was when we were waiting for a cab and it was taking forever and then a guy came up and I mean this is always the beginning of a terrible story but in this case he had been talking to the hotel employees so he seemed legit and he was like how many of you? Seven. I can fit you in my SUV. I was like Great. It's but it was nice a- to get to travel as a group.
1: It was, especially when it was like, who wants floor? That was.
0: <laughs> I also love that I was like, he's like, technically I only have six seats, but I'm cool with it if you are. And I was like, I like your style. <laughs> I wouldn't promote yeah. this any other place. I of, should also say we were going su- such a short distance. And again, it yeah. was, you know, it- it's also in traffic that's moving. You know, one mile per hour. Like it of was, we, we were, we were fine. We were more than fine. That thing was also yes. like a tank. But anyway, again, yes. I'm not promoting that any of other time. not any no. other time.
1: I just like how quickly some of the gentlemen in our party were like,
0: I got floor. Like how quickly they were like, I'll do
1: it. Because the and you girls know what? were like, you, are, nah. you already hit the name,
0: you already hit the nail on the head. Gentlemen.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Because the women were like, no, oh no! <laughs> we were like, no, we're getting a seat. Yes, because if I once I get on a floor, I'm not getting back up.
0: Oh Bye. gosh! Yes, no, 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 no. Lady needs no. to sit on the floor. And and listen, I know that people are going to say that's a gender norm, et cetera, and you're not wrong. But I think in that case, also, you know, um I think it was ju- it was very chivalrous. It was it was Vegas chivalry. You know what I mean? Yes, that's what it was. That's I it agree. Was. Listen, we're getting very close. We are. We're getting very close to midnight. Uh, we got about five and a half-ish minutes. Don't go yeah. by that exactly though. I'll give a call out when it's officially five. Of um what I love is I've also been pouring my drinks. I don't know if you listeners have normally when we do the show, I don't. I try and make it quiet because normally Christy's talking about the crime or whatever. So I try if I'm pouring a drink sure. or if I'm opening a can, I'm whatever. I've just embraced the like radio play of it all. So I've been just like pouring right by my microphone. So it's like, I just think it That's sounds nice. so nice, right? I
1: look, you're what you're doing
0: is you're giving ambiance. I'm trying to, desperately trying to give ambiance because guess what? It's five minutes to midnight. Well, now I'm like, shit.
1: Should I check Amazon for some coconuts that I can use in case we ever do a, a some sort of case that deals with a horse <laughs> and then he ran away? <coughs> like <laughs> and just turn this into
0: a full radio play? I mean, we're so close. <laughs> considering, I want to remind you what I have within my my arm's reach. Yeah. Is a gavel.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fact that uh, we aren't just full carrot top at this point with like a, here's our trunk of props. Yeah. Like it, we're, we're going to get there. Maybe that's year two. Maybe that's where we'll, maybe aren't 2022. are we technically
0: in year two? I guess not. I mean, we
1: started year two mid-October. That's right. So. That's right. We'll get there. Uh, I mean, yeah.
0: <sighs> I mean, what a journey. And I know we're going to talk about it after the countdown, but what a journey. What a journey it's been. I know that we kind of, you know what's interesting is that we started in October 2020. So when it came for like the end of the year recap, obviously we had things to talk about. in the And we kind of did it in the hootenanny, I feel like, right? We did more of like an end of the year kind of thing. I assume we did. I think so. But we didn't have a ton to talk about because, again, we'd only done... That was the six or we were around 16 episodes and we were still like, you know, I'll say it, baby podcasters. Babies. But now, but now that we've been in this 65 normal episodes, Grizzled, an extra 40 some <laughs> Patreon episodes, you know, yeah. um, a year and October to November, December, essentially 15 months in the game, we got some yeah. things to recap. We have a real full 2021, a real full year yeah. to recap if you really want to get into. Because it's been, I mean, you know, and listen, I know we've talked about it before, and listen, we, but we would be remiss if we didn't reminisce about this. It's about us, the past year, together. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, you're a delight. And if people don't remember what that was from, it's from an episode that I don't remember the name of. It's from an early one. Anyway, Fuck. doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's definitely a season 1. I had we talk I we talk about it in episode 50. So if they <laughs> there just go. if they scoot go back to episode 50, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um but but I, you know, we have it it has been And I know, again, I know we say this a lot, but this is the New Year's episode. This is the time. New Year's, if nothing else, I feel like it's time to like, you know, reflect on the year uh, of all of the accomplishments. I think it's a time to be positive also. I think some people view it as like, I have to like, you know, take two minutes to midnight. I think some people mm-hmm. think of it as like, oh, I have to look back on what I didn't accomplish or where. what do I need to try and do for the next year. I no. look at it the other way. Let's take stock of all of the amazing things we accomplished. Look at all the crazy things we did. I mean, we've done a lot in a year. It's a wild. Lot. It. We
1: crammed so much in. It's, yeah, and you're right. Last year when we
0: did this, there wasn't a lot to recap, but. But now it's a different story. I mean, we're talking, you know, television appearances. We're talking award wins. We're talking, you know, millions of downloads. Like, and this isn't me, you know, this isn't me humble bragging. This is me brag bragging. Because you know what? (laughs) We are programmed in society, but especially as women, to downplay our accomplishments because you never want to seem one minute to midnight, like a braggart. And I think that's bullshit. I think that it is, yeah. we have to take the time to yeah. celebrate the wins because it's not that we're saying it in a way that's meaning to be arrogant or rude or like we think we're better than other people. We don't at all. But it also doesn't no. mean that we can't say, hey, we did this thing and we're really proud of it and that's okay.
1: We're allowed to be proud of our accomplishments. We should we, be. We put in a hell of a lot of work. We're allowed. 30 to seconds kudos. to
0: midnight. I could not
1: love you more. <laughs> Again, there's a reason she was put on Timekeeper. Thank
0: you very much. Timekeeper like is a nicer name. We should, you know what, as of now, Timekeeper. I like that better. Yeah. Official Timekeeper. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep, let's do it. 10, Ten nine, 9, 8, eight seven, seven, 7, 6, six five, 5, 4, four three, 3, 2, one. One. Happy New Year! Woo! Should old acquaintance be forgotten and never know the words? We're gonna talk oh. about more things because we're a couple of nerds. Oh, I like that a lot. Right? Oh, that was nice. Thank you so much. Hey, cheers. mm Listen, if you were here, I'd kiss you on the lips. Someday we're going to do a,
1: if we didn't sleep through the last New Year's together, we probably
0: would have. (laughs) You know what I can say now? Now I can also let loose. You know why? Because Timekeeper's main job has just ended. (laughs) I was just like, I have been the one, dear listeners, just so you know, I have been the one that has been like so... I'm like, we have to make sure that we time this exactly. They have to have notice. There has to be benchmarks. I don't want people not knowing when to synchronize the watches. Like, I have been the one holding the burden of, like, Mm -hmm. I want this to work so badly. Of course. Um, because very genuinely, as we've talked about many times, I yeah. hate New Year's and I never have plans. And every year it, it feels overwhelming and et cetera. And I know that the other people agree with me. And I'm so grateful and joyous that we have just gotten to spend New Year's Eve with you. If you were at home listening to this, happy New Year's to you. Um again the past couple of years have been very very challenging but again I think it's important to try and take stock of the important happy things in life and and with a new year means anything is possible so happy new years to you.
1: Yes, happy new years. What a beautiful way of commemorating the evening. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like I think it. It's great. Listen, we're gonna take a very quick break. We're gonna top up these glasses. Peaches is snoring, so you may hear that on the when we come back. And we're gonna come on back with more in our year in review on this New Year's Eve bonus special episode of True Crime and Cocktails.
2: Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.
0: Welcome back to this episode of True Crime and Cocktails. We're, of course, in the midst of our New Year's Eve bonus special episode. Oh, what a joy. I have to say also, uh, Christy, you'll appreciate this. So there's always a delay when we like try and synchronize a clap or whatever. So when we were doing the countdown, it was like (laughs) on my side, it was like 10, 10, 9, 9, 8. No, no, no. It's completely fine. but It was making me giggle because I was just like, oh my gosh, this is classic. This is classic Zoom.
1: Of course. Of course. Now listen. I mean.
0: Oh, go ahead. That's no, that's just
1: who we are. If we can't synchronize a clap. Which most of it's not on us. No, it's most not. Most of it, it, there's a slight delay. If we're in, how we didn't try it in person, I'll never know. But if we're in person, we can
0: <laughs> oh, in absolutely person. Yes. clap it's, in time. It is, the, I think, it's the technology. We're yes. dealing with the technology, and that's not on us. Not on us. No, no, it's not. Now, listen, obviously, before the break, we did the countdown. What a joy. Timekeeper can take that hat off. And put her booze yes. and hat on. Oh, my God. I, again, I'm, I'm unwell. Uh, no, I'm very well, on the contrary. I'm just a little yeah. intoxicated. Okay. So we were going to talk about, obviously, I was teasing that obviously we have lots of, of highlights to talk about from this year. And Christy's yeah. compiled a little list, which I love. Um, of some just um, some highlights, some things, t- some questions, basically, for us each to answer. For example, the first one being favorite case to research this year which I love. And so I love this because I think that this is, again, like often we'll get asked these questions when we do boozy brunches on uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash True and Cocktails. Uh, and, and when we do lives on Instagram and Facebook, these are the kinds of questions people ask. So I feel like this is great because I feel like the people want to know this stuff. So let's start there. Yeah. What do you, do you, can you choose? And I know it's tough because you researched a lot more than I did. Um, do you have a favorite from this year that you, that you researched?
1: Um two of them stand out the most wow. to me. Wow. Um one Princess Diana because I was so giddy to get in to that family tree, dig into the royals. I cuz I have been fascinated with them for so long mm. and so I One, It was a patrons poll pick. I think it was the first patrons poll we did. Yeah. And I could not have been more excited that that's what they chose. And so I got just so excited that I could research it. And I was reading so... That was the one where I watched like nine documentaries and read five books. Oh, that's right. Because I couldn't get enough. I was like, I can't sleep. I have to focus on the royals. Like it was... (laughs) It was so heavy for me and I loved it so much. Um... Another one that stands out for me is Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yes. Uh, And that specifically was just, I think, due to the timing of it. Because it came as an episode after we had done a lot of heavy, heavy brutal episodes in a row. And Marilyn came in as a breath of fresh air and it felt like we were back to uh our original antics as it were and so it just felt like we were like the boys are back in town it felt like we were like hey we're back everything's it was nice so that one i guess that the research of that one maybe that was more the record of that one but the research was while it was still dealing with a sad death it wasn't the super heavy deaths that had been in the episodes prior with. So many, so many victims. And so it was
0: it was a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. To get to that. I like that. Well, yeah. I've just gone through this list because Christy did provide us with a list of the episodes. Thank God. Because yeah. I'm always just like, what did we talk about? What was the show? Oh, um, yeah. And I went through and I starred all the ones I researched. And you know what I want to say? I want to say this. I did 10. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot. Good for But of you. the 50, that's 20%. That's a lot. That's decent. Yes. That's decent. I also had a very demanding full-time job for the first three months of this uh, year. And I still have a full-time job, which I don't, just don't talk about a lot, um, which is, you know, writing and developing my own show currently. So, again, I – again, I, like what I said before, I was like, it's not a humble brag. It's a brag brag. And, again, because we should. Because – and I encourage everyone out there. Everyone don't diminish your accomplishments because you think that you shouldn't, quote, brag. Brag about yourself. I love it when people brag about themselves, by the way. When people are like, this is what I have going on, and it's amazing. I'm like, that's great, and I won't know about it unless you tell me. Anyway, so you're going to love this. Okay, I'm going through the list very quickly. I will say this. I do have a soft spot for the True Crime and Fairy Tales episodes. I really loved putting those together because I loved um, really kind of, first of all, I loved applying all of my psychologist hat stuff to well-known Disney fairy tales that was just very fun. And then it was really like recording them and, and you being so good also at like keeping a straight face. Um, and then also like watching you, like think about like little references you can throw in and you're always throwing in song lyrics or lines from the movies. And like, I just, I just thought those were like, such a fun, funny thing. Uh, I loved those. Yeah. Um, I did love all of the episodes I researched other than Gacy. Gacy broke me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just did. It was just a lot. Like, that was a heavy one. Um, yeah. I do think that I, I overall, again, there's things about all of them. China changed me. Yes. China changed me. I will, like, I love her till the ends of time my I sweet China, honestly, um Bruce MacArthur, I loved because I loved the power case stuff. I loved getting into, like yeah. specifics of how the police system failed. That was very interesting to me. Right. similarly with Grim Sleeper. That was very interesting to me. um Army Hammer and Carol baskin, i I mean, I came alive. Those were two of my early ones, but I loved yeah. finding the stuff because there was stuff in both of those that I was like, oh my gosh, like I think I've really come up with some stuff here that like no one's talking about. And I will stand by yeah. that about both of those. And then of course, there was my Richard Ramirez batshit shit, uh, Cecil Hotel, Elisa Lamb episode, Astral mm-hmm. Projection bit, which was when I was stirring the batter. And that was before I was taking on the full yeah. episodes. But if I had to choose just one, oh, and then of course, shout out Amy Winehouse, of course, our final uh, OG blanket gal. I wanna wrap her up. Honestly, China. I think it was China. I just think that one resonated with my soul. I got into it so deeply and I watched and read so much and learning about her, I think also where I was at emotionally, personally and everything, I just was like, I feel like I get her. And I, it makes me so sad because to me, if she had just like, I wish I could have been friends with her. I wish that she could have had us. Do you know what I mean? Like. I yeah. wish that there there could have just been one more voice in the conversation to her at that time. And it, I mean, it's it's so hard to speculate, but I stand by it. I just wish that uh, yeah, I wish it didn't turn out the way it did because she was again just a great person from everything you yes. everything you Ah, uh, well, listen, I've already asked answered the next one, and and it is case that broke you mentally, and that was that was gacy for me. <laughs> that was gacy for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh once again I have two. Uh it's possible that there's one that is so blocked in my mind that I'm it's not coming to me. But most recently it was uh Sophie a murder in West Cork. Oh yeah. Uh mainly the the crime scene photos and the extreme amount of blood and the bloody stone that he used he sorry we're just speculating there. I'm uh, probably right. it was the neighbor. Speaking,
0: it's usually <laughs> yeah
1: that they the perp Fair. that the perp used. Fair. There we go. There you go. Seeing the rock, it's just uh, it's horrifying, and I it's just the crime scene specifically was what made me like it. Just I was so ready for us to just record and get out of that because I couldn't stop seeing it in my mind. Uh, but prior to that, uh, it was jean Bonnet. Mm. because the the autopsy report alone is horrifying. And I don't know if we really got into like the graphic, graphic detail um, of things that happened to her. But oh, we also know I
0: don't think while we did. going
1: through the autopsy report. I stumbled upon autopsy photos, and that was my moment of, "Oh, I don't need that," and I can still see it in my head. So those I mean, I think Jean Bonnet is always going to be there in my mind, because I still I still see it. It's, it's burned in there, whether I like it or not. And there was also one thing um, in a case that I researched for one of our June Pride Month episodes. Uh, that was the most horrifying thing I'd ever read. And it was the moment I texted Lauren and was like, okay, I'm not going to ever share this with you because I can't have you know this, but just know I'm I'm broken now. And it was just like a level of horrifying. So I guess kind of three that that broke me, although not a case quarantine. Quarantine also broke me mentally, Mm -hmm. but in, like, a silly way because it
0: brought us side notes. (laughs) Yeah, which is a beautiful, beautiful silver lining to the real shit cloud. Yeah,
1: and again, I was in a comfortable space. I wanted for nothing. I was brought food. There were snacks. I was fine. It was just mentally – the mental cage (laughs) is – was a cage i didn't like being in and it really threw me and uh yeah. yeah it wasn't a case but that broke me mentally and i think we we saw that happen because when i look back at those clips it's tough to watch because my voice gets fast and high and that's when i'm like oh she's she's going through
0: that's usually through when it. i can tell you're drunk is when your voice gets fast and high but yeah you weren't drunk then you were just nope. a woman on the edge um, yeah All right. Research that you're most proud of. For me, it is twofold. It is Carol Baskin and Army Hammer. Because Carol Baskin, I found the pilot's license, which is still, I believe, not been put out there. And again, I have not watched the new season of Tiger King because I've seen people who've, uh, dear listeners, true crew members are like, we watched it. And they didn't even have any of the stuff that Lauren brought. And I was like, hmm. And then uh, with Army Hammer, it was when I managed to connect all of those unsolved. Murders to locations that were very, their their houses were all within a very short distance to properties owned by the friend that he was working with on that motel. And that's when I, sitting alone in my living room on my laptop at 2 a.m., went, Do I need to call the FBI? (laughs) Because <laughs> so I was like, I think this could be something. I didn't. Yes. Because here's the thing. I don't, we don't, we want to do this from afar. We don't want to be involved. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, but I was no. very proud of those two things personally. So. I
1: would like to use the word perp, but I don't want to see or speak with them. hmm That's where I'm at. Yes. And you should be proud of those. Thank
0: you. You should be. That was excellent work, thank you. What about you? What? What's? Is there? Is there a specific episode that you could pinpoint? I mean, everything you bring in every episode is so outstanding. It's I'm sure hard to choose one.
1: Oh stop! See, nope, still not working on it. What? I'll I'll get better. Um, I mean, again, thank God for this list.
0: I know it's <laughs> so helpful. Trying
1: trying to think back on its own, it's like, oh, I don't know. Um, I think for me. Part of it was a little bit Jerry Lee Lewis, because you know of Jerry Lee Lewis as a singer. You know, like, the majority of the world knew he married a 13-year-old, 14-year-old mm-hmm. cousin. And then you just assume that's where it stopped. And you didn't know that he had multiple wives who died mysteriously and just so many things about him. Um, I'm gonna say there's gotta be something, but, you know, there's nothing that's... St- that stands out to me, because again, I am Brooklyn Nine-Nine Captain Holt, and when we finish recording, I close my eyes, and like a shake of a etch-a-sketch, it's gone. Mm. It's just gone mm-hmm. out of my brain, um, which is why I do so poorly when anybody asks me anything about past episodes we've done, because I'm like,
0: what episode did we do? Can I tell you... What? Oh my God. I also did the Britney Spears episode, didn't I? I did 11. Yeah, I did 11. Uh, I thought I only did 10. There you go. Uh, Can I tell you my favorite pieces of your research then if you're not going to say your own or if you don't have an answer for your own? I mean, if you, if you've got one, I've got, oh, well, listen, I could talk forever, but there's a few things. I'm going to name three. Yeah. One, Britney Murphy. And I'm going to tell you why. And this is a moment again where I'm going to effusively brag about you happily. I watched that new HBO documentary and no, no harm, no foul, no shade. There was nothing in there that you didn't bring. Sorry. There isn't. It, it's not saying it's a bad documentary. It's a great documentary. But there was nothing in there that, that you missed. And to me, mm-hmm. considering that was still early on for us, kudos to you. That proves how great your research is. Plain and simple. That's number one. Oh. Well, Number two. And again, I could think of something from every episode. So don't come for me, dear listeners. You know that uh, no one loves her more than me. I know you think you love her more than me, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. You know this. Um, but the next one would definitely be, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I just had it. Madeline McCann. Because you said over and over again, dig under that house, and then we all know they were like, oh, they're going to dig under this house, and guess what? Oh, yes, we found something. We won't say what, but we are very certain that he killed Madeline McCann, Christian B. being the the suspect, of course. That was impressive as hell, because I also came into that episode with my own preconceived notions, and you changed them, and then months later, Mm -hmm. everything you said- Again, we haven't had a conviction yet, but the whole point is what she said has almost completely come true, and that's phenomenal. And then the last one, I Ryan Singleton. There was stuff in there that I was so impressed by in terms of the times and the police and the other stories and stuff like that. I thought that, and I'm going to add a fourth because I can't stop, and that's the Glee curse. First of all, if you haven't listened to it, it's a romp. <laughs> But what I loved is because both the Glee curse and the targeted by hate episodes that we did, Christy really created those episodes herself. She curated those episodes herself. It wasn't like we were just going by a documentary that existed and then she researched based on that. She did the research herself, and I think that was very impressive.
1: You are, as always, too kind. I speak the truth only. Well, you, uh... I, I guess because it's New Year's, I have to stick with. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: There it is. Yep. Favorite. She's not going to diminish. Listen. Yeah, exactly. Just say thank you and make yourself yeah. feel gross, but you just. And, ch- and change the subject. Or wait for me to do it. You know what I mean? Sit in it. You got to yeah. sit in it sometimes. That's something yeah. I've learned in therapy over the years. Sometimes you got to sit in it. Hey. Favorite episode to record. What a difficult episode question to answer because they're all a joy but i assume the romp the glee curse is is definitely my first answer <laughs> and i will all jokes aside because I, I again for people who don't know i am trying to work in talking about the glee curse in every episode just as a bit because i'm a, a dummy but <laughs> that is some of the hardest i've laughed in my entire life like and i'm not i'm not exaggerating like that is truly like a level we hit a level of joy that was so (laughs) high and so funny oh my god like to me there's nothing better and the only thing that i would add because again i could i could literally say every episode the only other one i would add is marilyn monroe because i believe that was the the uh incarnation the the beginning of the hug smugglers where we went through time you're
1: right Because that ended up with us talking about 26-foot-tall
0: statues (laughs) of us that were nude. That's right. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Although, I will give one more shout-out, and I know I'm supposed to only choose one, and now I'm answering three. You can choose. You choose however many your heart wants to choose. Tamala Horsford, which I know is recent, but our our bit about the Muppets, and then Hogs Before Frogs. Yeah. Come on. Yeah.
1: I mean, I didn't think when this started we'd ever talk about which Muppet we'd date, but that's where we're at. <laughs> that's where we're at. <laughs> it's part of the magic of who we are. And I think some of those are my favorites where it's not a plan. It just we get into it and that's what it what happens. But thinking about us talking about those jade eggs, like I was crying so hard that I was like, We we're gonna have to stop recording because I can't breathe. We're not going to be able to continue. We did not edit anything out. Nope. Like, I, I didn't think I'd be able to keep it together. Uh, but I think... I think the romp of the Gleakers probably for the sake of 2021, I think that was my favorite one oh. that we recorded. I mean, there were some bonus Patreon episodes. Um, us talking about... When I got... Like really hard into John Larroquette.
0: Oh my god, so like funny. when we
1: when we got into that, and I compared, we had I had to I had the ch- the Sophie's Choice of John Larroquette versus Matthew
0: McConaughey. Those, I mean, that was a delight, and I would like to recreate yeah. that moment if I could. And the quote was exactly this: Matthew McConaughey. I guess if I have to, John Larroquette. Dear God, please. that was her quote and that yeah again oh
1: the best yeah well that's and you know what i stand by it matthew you are lovely
0: lara cat's
1: got my heart and (laughs)
0: that's beautiful
1: that's a beautiful (laughs) thing he's had my heart since 1987 there's no going back
0: there's no going back. There's no going back to him now. Okay, that's... Yeah. I also want to no. know, or wanted to mention, and I've never yeah. talked about this on the show before, but I feel like I should mention it now. Yeah. The way my ADHD brain works is... Yeah. Almost anything anybody says to me ever, or I hear ever, um, I immediately hear a song lyric. and that's hey. And that's why... When you'll say something, I'll often respond with a song that says whatever. Just know, dear yeah. listeners and you, that the way that my brain works is, is that that's, that's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and has been my whole life. So literally, it'll be like somebody will say something with a word, and then that word makes me think of a song, and I'll be in that song. And then it like goes to something else. But it's like, that's why that happens. Like, it's, it's all the time. Sure. And I only do probably 5% of what i actually think just know that uh, well i i uh,
1: don't ever rain it in on my account rain, i think it's delightful feel
0: it on your fingertips again like i Interesting that every that's where you single went single second like that's what happens
1: my my brain went blame it on the rain yeah
2: yeah, yeah.
1: um i as you know Uh, a coping mechanism that I have employed in myself um when I'm uncomfortable or like so stressed that I'm like I'm gonna mentally break I I take a page from the book of Jean-Ralphio um from Arrested Development was he no he was Parks and Rec Rec, from Parks and Rec um shout out Ben Schwartz that's another one uh (laughs) Uh, but he sings a lot of the things that he says. And so if I'm like peak, like I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to explode. I'll just sing what I'm doing or just even like a simple, like, and I'm going to explode. And that will, that brings it down for me. And that gets me to a better level. Or I'll realize how ridiculous it is that I'm stressed about something so dumb. And so it, it's very helpful. But again, seriously, though, for real. Shout out Ben Schwartz. I love it.
0: I just want you to know that in that amount of time, I've already thought about shout, yeah. shout, let it all out. I've thought about, um, oh, my God, I've already lost the list because, again, it's so hard for me to focus. There was two more, though. I think I'm dumb because you said dumb. And then there was one yeah. more in there, too, that I, I was thinking was something else. But, yeah, that's how my brain works. Like, is I, I every word that somebody says is like a trigger of a song lyric for me, which is, you know, that's just how my brain works. All right. Next one. Hardest episode yeah. to record. Ooh, boy. The entirety of June. June was hard. <laughs> June was very hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. June. Uh, the June episodes were were quite dark and hard to do. Um, especially, and I say this, uh, I may regret it, but one of the episodes, we recorded it. And then I went back and spent about 16 hours reworking it to make it less dark and we recorded it th- a day later and it was still heavy and dark but not as dark as it was the first time I brought it out um and that's the only time knockwood that that's uh ever happened it was just like a oof, it was hard to get through so we're like yeah let's just put a pin in that and I'll I'll do something to make it a little brighter as bright as you can make murder um but I also like Madeline McCann, oh. Jean Bonnet, like anything that deals with children. I I I have a hard time and I I just it's back to the stolen kids oh. with pajama pants bailiff where yeah. it's like, nope, that's 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 peak awkward and uncomfortable. That was so.
0: technically uh, death row fugitive.
1: Was it? Yeah. Okay. Well we're adding Death Row Fugitive in it. <laughs>
0: Uh, of course, from yeah, twenty twenty, of call course, great call. Yeah. Um, yeah, kids, kids, it's 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 too much. Again, I don't have yeah. children, but uh, that doesn't mean that I don't uh, love and respect children. And, and yeah, Jemaine, Madeline McCann, they're tough. It's a tough thing, and I know that those are like yeah. you know, obviously very um, well known cases. But yeah, June was tough. It was yeah. hard. It was really hard, really, really hard. And yeah. and you know what? It, it, but you know what else was hard for me? Grim sleeper was hard for me,, Oof. and so was Bruce MacArthur because those are two examples of there is a pattern that's happening. There is a specific type of person that's being targeted. There is all of there's a body count happening, and I'm not being glib. I'm being earnest. there's a there's multiple yeah. bodies showing up, and nothing is happening. And that's hard. It's hard when it's like it was yeah. all there. And nothing happened. That's yeah. That's tough. Ooh, this is a good question. Cases you'd like to look into next year? What do you
1: got? Yeah, I mean, I have mentioned it to you before. Uh, because with the movie coming out, I knew nothing about the real case that it was based on. And I was like, maybe. I've debated, do we do some sort of House of Gucci? Sort of thing, because, I mean, it's based on a real case. She, she claims to be innocent, so is it solved or is it not? We don't know, but there's going to be some, like, background in there. I do have the book just in anticipation in case, so I'm prepared. Yes. Um, and another one that's kind of been with me that I was like, maybe. Sid and Nancy. Yes! Either either, either, both of them or specifically just Nancy on her own, although if you're going to talk about one, you kind of have to talk about the other. But Nancy's death alone, I was like, oh, that should be something we talk about. And then Sid dying, I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe just Sid and Nancy is going to be a whole thing.
0: I love that. Um, yeah. I was passionate about the LuLaRoe story, when the documentary right. came out but then i feel like it fizzled i feel like people weren't as into it but as you know dear listeners we also love true crime that doesn't involve murder because it exists so that a was nice on the list change. one of the ones i do feel like i want to get into because of the pop culture hollywood connection not that he's even yeah. hollywood is billy mcfarland who of course was the was the gentleman i'm saying gentleman kindly who organized Firefest, the fire festival, which right. if you haven't watched those documentaries, it is wild. That is something that I feel like I would like to do. But then I do also want to do a couple more in the serial killer series. Um, Dahmer is someone that I know a lot about already, and so right. I feel like that kind of is a no brainer. And then the the big one for me is is Aileen Warnos. I feel like that's got to happen in terms right. of serial killers. So uh, that makes sense. Yeah, right. That's a nice variety. Yeah, a mixed bag. A mixed bag. Yeah. And that's what we do in season
1: three. No rules, no boundaries, except there's, there's of rules, course and boundaries. rules and boundaries. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Favorite show moment. Oof. It's so wild. If you'd asked
1: me a week ago, two weeks ago, I guess, maybe. I might have a different answer. I mean, hogs before frogs is because they're like in that episode, like I screamed, like I full scream like a child seeing Santa yep. or like a child on a ride or like me on a ride. I don't do well. Um, but I, I screamed in delight of just how beautifully that worked out. Um, oh, us talking about, Anytime we mention the hug smugglers, anytime we mention going to someone's graduation, specifically the Ryan Singleton episode, (laughs) where we were like, graphic detail of like, I'm not in a bra. You don't have underwear on because you like a breeze. Uh, That whole thing cracks me up. Oh, wow. I mean, there's usually something every episode that it's like, oh, that's a delight. But definitely jade egg hug smugglers. Um, and muppet fucking. Should we call it mucking? I don't know. <laughs> yes. Fuppeting? Yes. I, I need to stop. The point is that uh, that have all been Big things that stand out in my mind. Listen, currently.
0: all of this, yes, of course. The only other one I'm going to throw in is a bogey, because obviously, jade eggs for me. It just, I don't think you can top it. But yeah. It was when you were here and we had to record Delphi and we could not get our computers to to match. And so we were sitting in in so close, but so far. We're sitting in two different rooms. And what it was, was we recorded the first bit and then we took a break or whatever. Then we went into the next one and then I looked. And so Christy's also her mic, there was something going on. So she had to hold the mic like she was a correspondent. And then I and, and after the break it comes back and she's in the pink coat and that was that for me was a was a moment where I was like this is delicious it's so funny.
1: I did take the microphone out of the stand because the stand couldn't work where I was, and I just casually took off the bottom of the microphone mm-hmm. to hold
0: it like a, mm-hmm. like Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. yeah. This is my wife Oprah. I'm Richie Cunningham and this is my beautiful wife Oprah. <laughs> um you're welcome. And uh, now this says and I don't know if this was just for me. It says fave merch you've designed so far. And I thank you for the question and I'd love to answer it. It's a two-fold yeah. answer. The holidays of the is. ghosts for Halloween, the one with the little yeah. magnifying glass and the one yes. sipping the martini and then the print I did for Christmas with the snowflakes and the the knives and the cocktail glasses and and yeah. uh, the candy canes. Um I was really proud of those. I really felt like they were both really cute. And yeah. someone compliment I've had I've had two different people compliment me on my phone case, which I have on here with a with a personalized pop socket I made of Christy and I, because that's just how I roll. But I've had people compliment me on this phone case. I don't think even realizing that it was true crime and cocktails. Like they were just like, oh my God, that pattern, that's like true crime, that's so cool. And I was like, yes. Uh, I'm proud of both of those. I think they were my favorite. I mean, I love everything in there, but those ones I was very proud of. I, you're going to love this. Oh. Do you have a favorite of what I've designed? I. It is
1: hard to choose a favorite because look, at the recent uh, True Crime and Crushes oh. that you've done, the True Crime and Catnip was a big favorite of mine, but I, oh, oh my God, also Peaches Bad Bitch. But I think in my soul, it's those ghosts. Right? The ghosts I were so cute. those ghosts. Yeah. I love those ghosts so much.
0: Yeah. yeah. I got to say also, I wore, I had to go to the pet store the other day because there was like something I was out of, whatever. Anyway, um, they they know me over there because I go in there a lot. And so for food and, and you know, kitty litter and all the above. Uh, so yeah. they know me. And anyway, I wore the Peaches Bad Bitch shirt. I was wearing it. It was not a choice. I just was wearing it. And those employees went nuts. And they were just like, oh, that shirt is great. And I was like, I designed it. <laughs> Again, not a humble brag, <laughs> ah, just a brag brag. Just and a I feel brag, good about brag. it. I feel good mm-hmm. about it.
1: You should be proud. Yes. Yes. Boo to whoever started the whole, well, girls are bossy and they shouldn't be bragging because whatever. And it's like, no, no, stop it. We're not. Sometimes we can be bossy, but just because we're showing leadership or because we're being proud of something, how is it arrogance when it's a woman, but when it's a man, it's just fine, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm just be proud of what you, of your accomplishments, is what
0: I'm saying. I agree. Now, what I love is Christy has also compiled. A list of of it's it's come from it comes from a game called Highlights of the Year. So these do not necessarily pertain to work or the podcast. These are kind right. of general things, which I thought would be yeah. really fun because there's stuff in here about like pop culture and stuff like that. So I feel like we need yeah. to answer some of these too because I am very excited about. And people often ask us stuff about this too, um, like along these lines. So for example, I want to start here. What's your favorite song of the year? Do you have one? A favorite? Oh, of course I do. I I know. But I had to... I I wanted to... (laughs) I wanted to cushion it
1: just in case. I'm so sorry. Uh, No, I do have a favorite. Uh, My favorite is Making a Fire by the Foo Fighters. Great choice, obviously. I mean, uh, the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm into that. And I... In anticipation of the show that we went and saw while we were in Vegas, I listened to it, that album and uh, some choice hits on repeat on the plane. I find that I'm a very, very nervous flyer because I'm a very, very anxious person. And I find I have found over the years that if I I pick a single song during the flight, I never know what it's going to be. It's something my brain chooses during the flight. But I pick that song and I listen to it over and over and over again on repeat for hours. And I just focus on the words and I say, you know, start like silently singing to myself. One time it was Aretha Franklin. Respect. And somehow that just worked. Uh, it's been Lizzo before. And this time it was Making a Fire, Foo Fighters. And there is a part in it that, was lo- that says like, um, I've waited a lifetime to live. And for some reason, I was like, oh, have I done that? And I would like it was it's a a song, but it was in my soul. And then it said, it's time to ignite making a fire. And I was so taken by it that on the flight, like it helped me focus uh, when I was anxious. And then I turned to my husband. I was like, I was listening to this. And this part of this song like really resonates with me. And he's like, "Okay." And I was like, I think. I think I'm going to get a tattoo of it when we go to Vegas. And he's like, something you've just decided now on the way to Vegas. Are you sure you're going to do that? And I was like, yeah, I think I am. And he's like, okay. And then I did. Um, it's just that there is something about that part in that song that makes me feel very like, I feel like, cause of course I've had that, you know, I just turned 40 and it's that whole like, oh, well, I've hit the top of the hill. Now I'm headed down the hill. And I just kind of think to myself, and this is going to be cheesy, and I don't mean for it to be, because this is this is earnest. Um, I feel like I have existed for 40 years. I don't feel that I have lived for 40 years. And so there's something about that song that really like got into my soul and was like, now's your time. It's time to ignite. Time to get going. You don't know how much time you have. Just fucking go for it. Do you want extra bacon on that? Go for it. Do you want to go fly to this other country to do something crazy? Go for it. Do it. Live your life instead of just existing. And so that's where all of it came to in my mind. And that's just kind of uh, where I'm at. And whether Dave Grohl meant it or not, (laughs) when he wrote the song that's where i'm at you know
0: well i'm fighting tears so <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that's where i'm at i love that it all it all comes down to dave grohl you know
0: it always does mm-hmm. it always does mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing yeah um my favorite song this year There's some that are not from this year. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's some that I've been like... It doesn't
1: need to be. It's when it
0: means something to
1: you, I think.
0: Yeah, Totally. But I think I will say, and I'm pretty sure it's from this year, it's... You're gonna love this. It's Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Hey! Woman. Yeah. Let Me Be Your Woman. I love that song so much. And... uh. To me, it's just about like, because I feel like it's easy if you kind of look at that song about like, it's someone, you could, you could look at it through the lens of like something like, like, please let me be your woman. But I don't think it's that. I think it's more just about, it's, I think it's more about like empowerment and about like, I'm at the top of my fucking game. Look how fucking hot I am. You don't want, you don't want this? Like that's the vibe I get from that song. That matches the vibe that you've
1: brought this year. And rightfully so. Well,
0: in the past couple of months. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: So that makes complete sense.
0: Yeah. And I love it. And I, listen, I love that whole Doja Cat album, to be honest with you. And that's, I will say this, and this is not a slight towards her because obviously I love her. That's not the kind of music I typically, typically listen to um but there's just something about it and i i again i love supporting women and i i just yeah that's 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 for me i i love that song that's my song of the year hey yeah well look at us having answers for that look at us having answers i felt like that was a safe one i felt like both of us could come up with something for that one for sure Yes. Yeah. I mean, hardest you laughed this year. I mean, that's the glee curse for me. Like, it's like that's uh, the jade eggs. Like, that is the hardest I've laughed this year. I feel like that's just yeah.
1: what it is. Oh, uh, mine is non-work related. Oh, okay. I. I mean, yes. I. I mean, one might say yes. It was the jade egg. I am going to say, us sitting on my bed, opening mini brands. Yes was so pure and so silly, but it was perfect and exactly what we both needed somehow in that moment. And it was just the pure joy. And it continues to bring us joy and laughter almost daily, even when we're frustrated with it because... That company has some missteps, but that's... Real
0: problems, but again, it's like, we just (laughs) let go of them. We let go of them. We do. Yeah. We
1: do, because that's, uh, they're the bad boyfriend that we just can never get over. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yep. But that that was a pure joy moment, because it was just so innocent, just us mentally becoming children again being excited to be like, we're going to open these toys. We're going to like swap. We're going to talk about them. We're going to like, I'm going to show you a tiny package of hot dogs and you're genuinely going to be happy for me. Like that's where we were at. And it was just what, what a beautiful thing that joy will live in my brain
0: for life. Oh yeah. That's, that's a good one. That is a good one. Most memorable event in pop culture. You know what I'm going to say? Brittany being freed. Mm. I think that that's what it is for me. Yeah, that makes sense because thank God. It's a
1: long time coming. She posted shortly before we started, so I have not had time to back check it to see what her thing is. She posted a video of herself from behind. And she's kind of swaying back and forth, and it looks like she has a tiny bottle in her hand. And she said, we have a new member of the family. Is it a boy or a girl? Thanks again, babe. And then tagged her fiancé. So I think I'm assuming it's a cat, because she commented about wanting a cat, right? Oh, I hope she got a cat. That would be so, so nice. that's kind of where I'm at uh, mentally with that. But I agree with you. I'm so relieved that it happened. Good for her. I hope she, I mean, I I never saw her in concert, and I think that that's a true shame, and I would love to someday, but I would love more if she only ever performed if she wanted to. If it was like a, I never want to perform again, then you know what? I'm happier for you to do that than for me to have that Experience. If she ever wants to come back and do like a show, we'll all try and buy tickets before it sells out. But yeah, the only other pop culture in this, I love that this is what I'm going with. It's when um Larry Burkhead tweeted at us. Oh yeah, that after, was cool. after the after the Anna Nicole episode. Yep, that. Was something else,
0: and what I loved was my immediate when I can't remember which of I think I found it and sent it to you, and then it was just like, what did yeah. we say? Did we say anything that could be offensive? Like I would love that it was like immediately yeah. like damage control, but no, I don't. I feel like yeah. Larry Burkhead's pretty innocent. Like I feel like he's.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, he's we we were very like she should. We wish she'd stayed with Larry. Yeah, or if we didn't say it in the episode, we feel it because oh, he God, didn't yeah. do anything wrong to her. Mm-mm. And I wish that they had stayed
0: together because she'd probably still be around. Yeah. Now, listen, I've picked three from this list. Why don't you pick the next one? Ooh. We have the same lists in front of us, I'm, I'm assuming. So I think you should, you should choose the next few. I did print it out just in case. Me
1: too. Me too. Um. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to want that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's so terrible that I'm like, mm, I might pick the ones I have an answer for. Um... That's fair. Oh, you know what? Best movie of the year. Ooh! And again, it, it can be from 2021 or that you saw for the first time in 2021. You know? <sighs> Anything like that. What is... A- no rules, no boundaries. No rules,
0: no boundaries. I love that I'm like, what movies have I seen? I love that I'm also so... Yeah. uh So unclear. Oh, come on.
1: Do you want me to go first? Would it help? Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. Um.
1: I have two mm-hmm. because one. Well, one uh, was recommended, uh, I believe, by a dear listener um, at some point. Shortly after I started talking about Ice Cube. On the podcast, people were like, hey, have you seen Straight Outta Compton? And I was like, I have not. And they were like, maybe give it a watch. And I sobbed um, and had a lovely, lovely viewing experience. Um, oh, Ice Cube's son. I'm just- added it to <laughs> the still, list. I'm still mentally in the Blanche list from the last episode where I'm just like, just shout their name out like it's Tourette's. Blanche Tourette's, that's what it is. Um- and my other one, I mention it. It I don't think it counts, but that's why I, I added another one. I saw this movie for the first time in November 2020. Now I'll, I have to give a slight background. My husband and I have a no veto list. We couldn't over a decade ago. We were we spent like an hour being like, "Do you want to watch this movie?" No, okay, well, how about this one? And it just got just so frustrating that one day he went, tell you what, you just pick. And I went, okay, and I picked a movie, and then the next time it was his pick, and we call it No Veto because the other person doesn't get a say. So we've both watched a lot of movies we didn't want to because it just makes life easier for us. And we keep track of it because we're nerds and we like spreadsheets, and it just, it's easier you have no idea how many times it comes in handy when we're like, did we ever see this? And then you just look in the list and we're like, oh shit, we did. Also comes in handy, we grade them. We give them a <laughs> 1 to 5. Uh 1 is the lowest you can go, 5 is the highest. We do it for the sake of because if we're like, oh hey, I don't remember that movie. Ah, uh, we only gave it a 2, not worth watching again. And we move on with our lives. It's helpful. So, uh the movie I'm talking about is eurovision song contest oh yeah story of fire saga now in november and i wrote this down in november 2020 we watched it i believe it was a mutual pick for like a date night or something i gave it a 3.25 because yes sometimes we (laughs) go very far and very specific with our with our uh scoring but i gave it 3.25 Then in June of 2021, so that's only like eight months later, I chose it as my pick because I was like, I remember liking it, but whatever. Uh, This time, I think I paid more attention to it. This time, I gave it a 4.5. That movie blew me away when I actually gave it my attention. I think I just didn't pay enough attention the first time around. It's a delight either way, but when I gave it my attention... I'm obsessed with the soundtrack. I just think it's such a beautiful thing. You don't, you expect like, okay, it's going to be funny, but then there's just some stuff in it that's, that really, I was, I was touched. Mm. So because I feel like my heart found that movie in this year, I'm, I'm going to say Eurovision Song Contest is one of my favorite things, even though I found it technically late last year. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think that's Still. I think that's more than fair. And listen, I'm struggling because I'm like, what did I watch when? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, what did I yeah. say? And, and listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. I'm taking yeah. documentaries off the table because I watched sure. so many, so many, and, and it's just too hard for me to choose. Is the truth because I'm obsessed. Um, you, uh, you liked Moxie. I loved Moxie. I loved Moxie. Do you know what movie yeah. I think I'm going to answer though? Oh, I
1: can't wait. I think it's it I'm, Little Spider-Man?
0: It's not Little Spider-Man. Shockingly. <laughs> shockingly okay. so. Yeah. Um and I'm watching, I will admit I'm watching it late because I believe it came out a couple years ago, but it was sound sure. Sound of Metal with with Riz Ahmed. I don't know if you saw that, but it's a about a, no. a drummer. He plays a drummer that's going deaf. And oh. it is, I came in, I'll be honest, I came in very skeptical. Of course. And I'm not easy on actors. I'm an actor. So when I watch other actors, I'm like, okay, like, what are we doing? Here? And I was, by the end of yeah. it, I was just like, yep, yep, give him everything. Give him the awards, give him whatever. Like, it was such an amazing hey. performance. It was such an interesting story. Um, And again, I understand that I watched it late, but. That would be my choice. It was so great. I think that's lovely. So great. I really highly recommend it to anybody. Like it's, I feel it does start a little slow, but ultimately like the performances and the story are really unique and interesting. And he's really fucking good. He's really, really good. I was impressed.
1: I mean, I don't think it matters when it came out. If it moved you this year. Yeah. That's, That's what we're looking at. Great point. Yeah. Great point. I stand by it. I stand by it. Yeah. Um, well, if movie was difficult, did you have a favorite book?
0: You know what, it's hard for me to read. This is yes. something I've learned with my ADHD. It's it's been hard for me to read for years, but um I have a hard time like focusing on a book, but that doesn't mean that I can't read completely. It just means that it has to be something I'm really interested. And then what happens is, is that it's like, then I become so focused on the book. So it's like, yes. I, I can, it, it, then it just takes over everything in my life. One of the books I loved is hits. I think it was, I'm so sorry if I'm getting this wrong, but hit so hard by Patty Shemmel, who was the drummer from hole. Oh, it's okay. such a good book again, much like documentaries. I love autobiographies and biographies. So that book I loved. Um, and then in terms of other books, what what else did I read? I think I read that one technically in 2020, if I remember correctly, but I loved that book. I have not started Dave Grohl's book yet. I will read it, and I'm sure I'll get through it because, that, again, first of all, autobiography. So that's up my of alley. Course. And second of all, yeah. I'm interested in in him and that subject matter, so, so that's interesting to me. Truthfully, to be honest with you... I read a book I re- I have read books when researching for the show and this isn't me trying to bring it back to the show but genuinely mm. um I read a book about the Grim sleeper which is actually right right here uh written by so it's The Grim Sleeper The Lost Women of South Central written by Christine Pelisek. and I will say hey. that that was I thought extremely well written I and I read a lot more of it than just kind of what I needed right. to if that makes sense and likewise, um, there's a book called The 27 Club, which I was reading when I was researching right. Amy Winehouse, and I read a lot of – and I'm going to finish it as well, but those those were two that were definitely very also of interest to me. Hey! Fiction, though, to be honest, I don't even know the last time I've read a fiction book. It's hard for me to read, and it's oh. it's so funny to say because I consider myself to be somebody who is, you know – i um, so interested in that kind of content, but it's really hard for me to focus. I have a very hard time just sure. r- pleasure reading, if that makes sense.
1: Um, I, when we started this, in my New Year's resolution for going into 2020 was that I wanted to read more because I always loved reading and I just felt like I wasn't reading very much. So in the first like six months of 2020, I put away about 50 or so books, and I couldn't have been happier. And then we started this show, and the pleasure reading kind of just a pin in it. Um, And to be honest, since then, the only thing I had read was books for work purposes. So the only one that I have, like, read since, I mean, I did start reading... Um, a Hannah Swenson mystery which is she's a a hallmark murder mystery movie series Murder She Baked. Ah, ah, uh, it's a series that they started from the books and I did start one of those but didn't have the time to finish it yet. I still will. Um there it's a light read. It gives me joy. But Dave Grohl's storyteller I pre-ordered it. I had it within days of it releasing, and I didn't get a chance to start it until being on the plane because I did not take anything work-related with me. So it was finally my chance to do pleasure reading. Um, and what a gift of a writer he is. It's just such a beautiful thing, and you feel just really at ease him just opening up about his life. It's a really beautiful thing. But one of the workbooks that i read um work related i suppose uh the trial of lizzie borden oh by yeah Carol robertson so good so good um i had to put a pin in it part way through so that i could finish my notes to get ready for the record but it was really good it was one of my favorite things i read as far as research goes so that's where i'm at with that
0: i will also just add yeah um Chuck Palahniuk is one of my favorite authors, and, yes. and he re- wrote one of my favorite books of all time, which is called Invisible Monsters. That's probably, again, my favorite book of all time is that tied with, it's actually like a young adult book, but it's called There's a Boy in the Girl's Bathroom by Louis Sackhart. And that is, yeah, is, I've read that book, oh my gosh, a hundred times, maybe more. I love that book. And those are two pieces of fiction that I love. I just felt like I had to give some to prove that I'm like, I have read I just don't you read a lot. Read. I just don't read a lot anymore unless it's like, you know, specific. People
1: also aren't going to judge you for reading or not reading. You're allowed to everybody is different. A lot of people don't read at all.
0: And a lot of people just aren't interested. And that's more than fine. It's just it's such an interesting thing because it's gotten harder the older I've gotten, which is which is interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, it's weird, but I think it's also because now I can choose not to, whereas before it would be like, well, I have to for school or whatever, and then I just would, you know what I mean? Like it it felt like before there was another stake, you know, but I would also like to say, if you're an interest, if you're interested in horror books, shout out to friend of the podcast, Paul PK Kingston, friend of the podcast, Leslie Seiler's husband, he's written Multiple books, um, but the one that you can get on Amazon is Butterflies in Glass Cases. And I will tell you this, Laurel, Mother Laurel, devoured that book. Loved that book. And when she was talking to PK about it, she cried.
2: Wow, She was just, she was like,
0: it was so great. I couldn't put it down. And then she just got, she got a little uh, choked up and she was like, she was like, I'm just so proud of you. It's such an amazing accomplishment. And it was a beautiful moment. And so I put that out there again. Again, He doesn't listen to this show, but you know what? We're paying it forward, which is nice. Um, Cause everybody wins. I do, uh, I do have that
1: book. Yes. Um, Yes. I'm just waiting on the, again, my first moment
0: of pleasure, pleasure reading. reading. I know. I was. I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's." I'm gonna get there, and I did. I did eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you choose one more of these, and then we're gonna take a quick break. Oh, um, ho. Oh Timekeeper um, never truly goes away. Do you know what I mean? Like, of she's always. Well, she's always lurking.
1: If we're finishing it off, yeah. I feel like it just feels, makes sense.
0: Best moment of the year. Oh, that's a great one. Do you have one right on the front of your mind? I do. Go. I do.
1: Standing in a sea of people. Openly, full, ugly crying. Listening to the Foo Fighters play Walk. I can barely listen to the song now because it immediately pulls me back. And I'm, I never cried before listening to that song, hearing it live. I just, not even a little bit, I full, full sobbed. And so now, anytime I hear it, it gets a little inkling, a little, just a little something in my chest that I'm like, oh, that's, that's emotion, danger, danger. We're going to emote. And uh, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at now. Again, life altering. Yeah. That's what that
0: show was. I love that. Yeah. For me, standing in the Regina Airport, knowing that I had pulled off the greatest grift of all time. You really did. And seeing yeah, a little tear come out of her
1: eye. You've been desperate for me to cry for a her. long time. I got her. Yeah.
0: That was the best I moment can't of the believe- year for me.
1: I can't believe we didn't mention that design that you made.
0: It wasn't on my it wasn't t- on my supplier website. It, I had to outsource because I was on a I was on a timeline. I had to outsource and then I went to this place and boy did I have to drive for it, which is totally fine. But I was like in a rental car because my car died. This was the other, there was so much going on that week. But listen, did I pull it off? Yes, I did. And you know why? Because you can't stop my spirit universe, whether you want to try to or not. Nope. So that's where it is. That's that's just who you are. Listen, I have loved going through all of these highlights, both about the show and about our our personal lives. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come on back and we're going to bring it home. We're going to talk resolutions, we're going to give a toast, and we're going to bring it home on this New Year's Eve special bonus episode of True Creme and
2: Cocktails. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car.
0: Welcome back to this episode of True Crime and Cocktails, the New Year's Eve special bonus episode. We've talked about so much, but listen, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about this. It's New Year's resolutions for 2022. Yeah, we've talked about our old ones for 2021. Did we keep them up, etc.? Did you come up? Do you have any new resolutions going into 2022?
1: I do. Uh, it's something that came up in my mind in the last like month or so. I, my goal, (laughs) and it feels silly to say this in this moment. Uh, (laughs) it feels silly to say it at work, but my, my goal is to work less. (laughs) I get that. I get that. Uh, We, we really came out the gate really hard, uh, that first year. And just like the fact that I realized that I had not read a book for fun in like over a year and I was like, oh, I love reading. That's disappointing. Uh, Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to take more time because I am also, again, in my new spirited, it's time to it's time to stop existing and start living. I want to live. So. I'm not saying do the show less. I'm just saying find a better balance, I suppose, is maybe a nicer way of putting it.
0: Yeah. And yeah. listen, that could be on me, too, because I'm somebody who, you know, my job is all consuming. So for, you know, yeah. the past, uh, how old am I now? The past 20 years. I mean, this is it. Yeah. Like, you know, 80 hours a week. This is it. So yeah. Yeah, it just is what it is. You know, it's what you eat and breathe and sleep and et cetera. But uh, I think that that is great. I think that that's that's the right choice.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's just a case of like, sometimes, yeah, I am ready for just like a small break. And I'm not putting it on you in any way because this isn't on you. It's a. There are moments in research I could probably stop and still get us our entire episode, but I don't. And it's like, no, I need to uh, get, I need to pick a point where it's like, this is how long you're allowed to research, this is how long you can write, and then you're done. So I need to get to that point where I'm like, okay, my days are only eight to 10 hours of work a day as opposed to 12 to 16, depending. Yeah. Um I know some days are going to be anyway, but even just like a day a week where I don't do as much work stuff would be cool. It would be yes. a nice change. Yes. It would be a nice change. So it's the goal is to figure out how I'm going to accomplish that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're not asking for suggestions. No. No. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's uh it's just more I, I need to figure out what works best for me without uh, affecting uh, – without affecting the product.
0: Of you course. Know? So of course. Yeah. That
1: is something I'm going to figure out, but – because I'm not going to research less to give less information.
0: Of course. But I,
1: I just have to figure out – I need to figure out a way, and I have some thoughts of how I'm going to go into it at first, but – I have to figure out some ways of how to do it in a better way so it's more efficient,
0: maybe. Yeah, time management is is a tough yeah. thing, I think, for a lot of people, you know. And, uh, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah.
1: So Absolutely. That's where, that's
0: where I'm at. I think that's a beautiful, wonderful, um, perfect resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't want a little time? Yeah. Time yeah. is on your side. Yes, it is.
1: There are so many options you could have gone with. I'm always impressed. You always go with one I don't expect.
0: I never choose it. It's just what comes into the old noggin. Yeah, the, the, the noggin, noggin Google. Google. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, noggin. You Google. know, yeah. I haven't really thought about a resolution for this year because I I tend not to. Because I yeah. think that, you know, resolutions can kind of set you up to fail also when it's, like, if it's something specific. Uh, yeah. But I do think that it's important to set intentions. I think intentions are good. Yeah. So I do think for me, you know, I think it's also, like, I think in relation to the show, especially, like, building on what you've said, too, what, you, what you've just said, which I think is is perfect, I think, too, like... I don't time manage either. Like my life is work. Like I don't yeah. take breaks ever and yeah. that's I know that people think like but the weekends and it's like <laughs> no. Um yeah. and I think that for me some of what I do is less tangible because you're not people don't see it. So they don't see the like sure 18-hour writing days and you know, days on set and stuff like that when I when I'm working and stuff like that. But like, I don't know that I've had a full day off myself either. Uh since whew, I don't know, other than, you know, like our Vegas trip or or things like that, or when I was, you know, going to a funeral. Um you gotta laugh. Yeah. You gotta laugh. Uh but you know, but you'll love this. But that's not eh, I don't know if that's what I'm gonna focus on. Cause look, I it is what it is and and uh and i can i can just survive working myself to the bone i don't have children i don't have a i don't have a partner it's great um i think for me i think what it is is and i've started to do this but i think that my real true earnest resolution for 2022 honestly and this is tough for me yeah is really learning the delicate art of truly not giving a fuck because I spend so much time worrying about responding to people in a certain amount of time, blah, 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 whatever. And I just have to stop caring. I really do. And I know that people think like, Oh, that sounds terrible. No, no. Um, social media all of the above like it can become all consuming and if you want to let it, it it you know like tiktok for example like i was getting fairly active on tiktok and then it just became so overwhelming for me and there was so much shit happening that i just fucking hated that i was like I'm just going to take a step back. And now I like don't read any of the comments. And that may make people sad, but you know what it is, is that it's like some of you, not you dear listeners, but some of the people on that platform ruined it for everyone else. And I just have to accept that it's like, I have to set the boundary and boundaries are healthy, that it's like I cannot open myself up and subject myself to What I have before, because before it was like, I would spend so much time reading all of it and responding to all of it and trying to be X, Y, or Z. And it's like, I'm just not going to do that anymore. I just can't. I don't physically mentally or emotionally have the time. So yeah, I think for me, 2022 is the year of me not giving a shit, which sounds terrible, but it's because I give too much of a shit in general and I have my entire life. Yes.
1: to You say terrible. To me, in my head, I hear you're going to put yourself first and your mental health first. Yes. And I think that is Positive because yes, we get a lot of lovely comments, oh. a lot of lovely messages. We also get some pretty awful stuff. Um, I, I mean, it goes with the internet, yep. I suppose nowadays. Yeah, uh, and some of that is just tough to read. And yes, ignoring it is the easiest way to go about it, of course. But, but when the same person sends you a message on multiple different platforms to let you know how much they hate you. Um, it's just, it it's, it's a lot.
0: <laughs> so, and I think too. So I get it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think too, other people, and I say this with nothing but love, but I think it's easy to say, just ignore it. And I would challenge anybody to actually experience what it is. And I let it affect me one percent and it's still significant Do you know what i mean like it's like i think it's easy to say like just ignore it don't listen to them don't listen to the haters and it's like that diminishes our experience which i don't care for either is that it's like sure by saying just just ignore it don't pay attention don't whatever i understand what the the intention is behind those messages and i appreciate what the intention is but also it is a it is a it is a part of all of it. It is a part of what all of this is, and I wouldn't change or trade all of this, but it's it's not realistic or fair to expect us to be impenetrable. sure it's not it's not realistic or fair of anybody. We're all no. humans, and again, I know it it may feel like it's easy to say. I'll just ignore it, but I would again I would I would welcome anybody to to live it for a week and then come back to me and I think people would go like, "Oh, fuck, that's a lot." <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's because the the negative ones are negative for whatever their reason is and they just they don't like if you don't respond or anything so they just keep amping it up and they keep pushing and there's so many of them that are out there who are out there because they're they're on the internet they have they can be anonymous and live their lives and say whatever they want and that's how they handle their life and that's who they are but it can get it can get overwhelming at times and so I I respect it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think also too, you know, it's like also accepting that, and I would say this for anybody as well, like no one owes anybody anything. Like other than your own partner or family or sure. circle, like you don't owe anybody anything. And I think I've always felt like, and i do feel like it's a privilege to have the job that i have and in and in, in all of the above obviously but it's like i don't actually owe anybody anything and i don't have to feel bad if i don't want to share something or i don't want to talk about something or i don't want to engage on something like i don't need to feel bad about that because again i don't owe anybody anything i think that it's it's like social media and whatever has made us kind of, or is, I'll speak for myself, has made me feel like it's like, oh, I need to engage everybody. And I need to do whatever. And I need to respond to everything. And it's like, you don't, though. You can make your own rules. And you don't need to feel bad about the fact that you don't need to engage on this, whatever this might be.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, social media has been a weird thing to deal with. I mean, I... I have gotten so busy with our own social media that I don't even do my own personal social media anymore because I just don't really have the time. Uh, because again, working on that time <laughs> management, you got to find time somewhere. Um, and it's not to say that we don't appreciate the positivity that we get through of messages and comments. Of course we do. Uh, it's lovely. There are negative ones that we... Try not to think about butter there. Um, but that's just people living in a hole feeling like they need to lash out at somebody and by all means. But yeah, social media is tough. It's tough because it's always there. Um my my phone goes off a lot of times during the day, and it, it every, every every ding I hear knowing that I have to go deal with like immediately my brain's like, well, go deal with it now don't leave people waiting. And it's like, I I just don't have the time. It's not about desire. It's just, I just don't have the time. Because at some point during the day, I would like to see my kids or, you know, spend time, you know, speaking with my husband about something maybe not work-related. That'd be great. Um but
0: like, but I also need to make it clear that we're not asking for people to fix this situation for us. No, yeah, no,
1: we're just saying we like just understand that if messages or comments or anything are made, uh, a response might be very late or it might not come at all. It doesn't mean we don't see it. It's just sometimes it can get overwhelming and there's a lot of like trying to find the balance and the time. And like, for example, we are recording this. Um, I, I hate to peek behind the curtain. It was not midnight for us <laughs> when when we did that. Yes. Um, it is almost nine o'clock at night for me. And I'm, I'm waiting till we're done this. My, my family had dinner while we started recording this. So I'm waiting till we're done this to go eat, uh, which is probably why this is hitting so hard. Um, but hard is in the name. Nope, stop it. No, I liked it. The point is, uh, that it's, we are finding the time as best we can to get to what we can do. And, uh, just for everyone to remember, everyone's just doing their best. Yep. You know? And then it's not a, don't take it personally in any way. It's just, we're, we're just, (laughs) just two women.
0: Getting, getting by. by. On that note, I believe Christy. Now, again, I have no, I have no prior references, but I believe you've prepared a toast. I have. I'd love to hear it. Well, I also have drank this entire bottle, but there's still a drop. There we go. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, well, I warn you, it's like
1: a page, so you're not gonna just want st- to. say I'm gonna put that down <laughs> and listen. Be- it's attentively gonna be, it's gonna be like a little lengthy and you'll you'll know when we're getting there yeah so lauren ash this year i had the privilege of watching you blossom into a beautiful researcher right out the gate you dove in headfirst going down one rabbit hole after another, and no matter the subject material, you took the challenge head-on and handled it like a seasoned professional. I can proudly say you no longer just mix the batter, you bake the entire cake, my friend. And something else from this year that I want to touch on before we go, the merch store. This past weekend, and this is true a true story, I had to go buy a second dresser. Because my current one was simply not big enough to house all of my True Crew merch. You have spent months creating so many gorgeous designs. It's been a beautiful thing to watch your creativity grow throughout the year. Designing makes you come alive, and I couldn't be happier to witness it. Now, I hope the True Crew won't mind if I speak for all of us as a whole. But on behalf of the True Crew, let me say... That we appreciate all of the time and effort that you have put in to making this merch store happen. And the fact that you go so far as to order samples in advance for quality control is amazing. On our recent trip to Vegas, I finally got the chance to use the True Crime and Cocktails backpack that normally sits back there behind me on the shelves. And first, I need to say, this is not an ad. This is not me pushing (laughs) merch sales in any way. This is just me saying, that backpack was not only the perfect size for a carry-on, but so comfortable because it has extra padding in the back. So again, I'm not trying to sell this item. I'm just trying to say that Lauren's attention to detail and quality have not gone unnoticed. And I know that many people may forget that this show is not her main job. (laughs) On top of this cast, she's got a full-time job. And the fact that she works on that... Plus, handles the merch store and Patreon and ad stuff and all business stuff, plus, doing research, it's too much for anyone to handle, and yet you do so with ease and grace. So, for all the times that you don't feel seen, just know that the tireless hours and sleepless nights and all of your work in general is noticed and appreciated. You are, th- oh no. <laughs> Oh, she might get her she might get her wish. <laughs> you are the best friend, cousin, sister that I could have ever asked for, and I'm honored to add co-host and business partner to that list. Spending even more time with you thanks to this show has been a gift in my life. I have you to thank for it. So thank you to you, Lauren, for bringing this show to the world and for trusting me to not cock it up completely. Uh, I don't feel that you get the credit that you deserve, and that's probably because so much of what you do is behind the scenes, but you are the true heart of this show, and I am honored to be along for this ride, and just know, you impress me every single day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, there you go.
1: (laughs) Uh, And quickly, uh... Thank you to our dear listeners for the support throughout the year. We appreciate every download, view, like, positive comment, (laughs) uh, merch sale, everything. You are the reason that we continue to do what we do. And without you, there would be a no-show. So thank you to you. And uh, thank you to my best
0: gal over there. Well, listen, that was a beautiful toast. I mean, listen, you got me, though it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> it doesn't feel like that's a huge thing. because I cry at the drop of a goddamn hat. Don't take um, this away from me. I <laughs> will not because you know what? Here's what I'll say cuz I what I want to say is like, I yeah. should have done so. I should have No, I'm not going no. to going to say thank you. That was lovely and I appreciate it. It was beautiful. <laughs> You're my best girl. And you're mine. Uh, Listen, thank you so much for listening to this episode of True Crime and Cocktails. Uh, We so appreciate that you're here. Like Christy said, uh, it's so very genuinely. What an amazing journey. What an amazing year. Uh, I cannot wait to see what 2022 holds um, if you haven't already, give us a follow on social media, at True Crumb and Cocktails on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, at Not Detectives, on Twitter, of course on Patreon at Patreon, or sorry, Patreon.com, slash True Crum and Cocktails, and then of course the merch store, which is TrueCrewMerch.com. What a joy. This has just been so lovely, almost as much of a romp. As the glee curse, if you haven't listened to it already, <laughs> give it a listen. Um, I'm kidding, but all jokes aside, thank you for spending your New Year's Eve with us, or whatever day you're listening to this. It's always a joy, and we appreciate so much you spending your hard-earned time with us. Christy, do you want to tell pe- the people about the next episode? I know it's not even a for sure yet.
1: Uh, or, I mean, I think we pretty, know much, no. It's yeah, a, it's, yeah, yeah. It, the, the poll hasn't ended yet, but uh it's it's a it's a runaway on the poll over there yeah uh because on the next true crime and cocktails uh it's the december patrons yes. poll pick murder among
0: the Mormons. That's right, on Patreon, we have a poll every month for you to help determine one of the four episodes we, or five episodes we do that month, and uh, that's the one that's the front runner as of now, so I think that's safe to say. We're going to take some time off, much deserved, as we're talking about, we're making Christy's resolution come true, (laughs) which is the best thing, so we will be back January 11th with that. But until then, Christy, do you want to say goodnight to the people? Goodnight, people. Goodnight, future time-traveling us.
2: by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com thrill or text thrill to 500-500.